This week on the program, are you fucking serious? It's Warriors of Virtue. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. And we hate movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in, as always. That's right. Listener Request Month continues to fuck our faces. <laughs> we are talking Warriors of Virtue from 1997, directed by Ronnie Yu, who uh, we've covered his filmography on the show before. He's the director of uh, Bride of Chucky, mm-hmm. Freddy vs. Jason, uh, a Stay Tuned Formula 51, and then oh. actually a, a good movie, uh, Fearless with Jet Li. Uh, Bride with White Hair is good, too. Yeah, I should say, this This Warriors of Virtue was his first uh, film made, first English-language film, first Hollywood film. Um, and, he, yeah, he did make a ton of, uh, like, Hong Kong fantasy films before this, this that I have not the, seen. This is the one, no fewer than four people called it in this year, but people call it in every <laughs> single year. And every- many, many calls were like, well, just making my yearly call for Warriors of Virtual. Like, you know what, dude? Leave me alone. Yeah, like literally from the inaugural one, I remember getting a call f- about this fucking movie. Well, I- I'm on their side with this one a little bit. I mean, this is going to be something to come through, but it's a rich tapestry. It it's is. a wonderful world we're transported to. It, sure. is, not, oh, it is absolutely not the past. I will, I will give it that. And yeah. I will no, say we no. are... We are we are currently one for one with apology emails, by the way. <laughs> that yes. very nice lady uh, emailed us to apologize, which was unnecessary. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, but I, just I will say, though, it. Uh, th- another thing here to knock, I saw somebody having the time of their life on social media because I think they were like, upset as like a closeted pest fan because <laughs> they were like, oh... They think the pest is bad. Wait till they get to Warriors of Virtue. Nope, sorry. This movie <laughs> yep. fucking this movie sucks a dog's dick, but it is nowhere near the pest. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, this movie sucks a dog's dick, but it was a nice dog. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just like that lady in that Bobcat Goldthwait movie. Mm. Oh yeah, what Ooh. was that? Uh, Sleeping Dogs Lie. Or? Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm. I like this. I like to say movie titles going. Oh, is it? <laughs> it's actually not too bad of a movie, but you know she gets into some hot soup. I remember <laughs> liking it. Yeah. Um, hey, anyway. let's listen to uh, this fucking call real quick, so then we can keep slamming on this kangaroo movie. Hi, this is Ryan from Indiana, and I'm requesting Warriors of Virtue. You can find it on Tubi Television. <laughs> this guy knows what's up. Yep, and. Uh, if you pick this one, I apologize, but <laughs> I think it'll be fun. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, why why not why call in something that you have to apologize for? Don't don't bother. Hey man, don't bother. No, thank you, That's Ryan. That's right. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> well, because they enjoy our torment a little bit. It's fine yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah, so it's cool. 
we're having fun. I mean, you know, to be fair, this movie is ridiculous. It's it's it shouldn't have been made, and we're we're gonna have fun talking about the kangaroo man. It is pretty fascinating to. I mean, look. First of all, this movie. Uh, I read Roger Ebert's review. He's like, you know what? It's, he gave it two stars, which is amazing to me. God damn it. God damn it. You like, know what? That guy, total legend, but sometimes <laughs> you just fucking got it wrong, Raj. I mean, like, and he's like, you know, bad movie, this and that. Looks good, though. I'm like, Raj, did you get? Did you miss your fucking eye appointment, dude? Like, what's going on? <laughs> look, what look, it I, looks like shit. These fucking effects that they're putting all over the frames. Get out of here. I, I cannot turn down a movie with a bruised kangaroo face. <laughs> I just can't turn it down. I mean, the, the costumes of the kangaroo men are all right. They I think it's on par. Um, maybe not on par with Tank Girl, but yes. almost there. Can we get a light on something? Can we get a yeah. fucking no. lamp? No, no, you can't. No, you not. can't. Because, Steve, the second those light levels go just a little bit higher than they should be, you can see how much shittier it looks than it already looks. Like, it looks shitty. This movie looks shitty. If you turn <laughs> the lights on even more, it looks way shittier, dude. And there's no. they were like, listen, this is as bright as it can get. They can't it's- see what we're trying to fucking do here. It's vampire rules. If if you put too much light on it, the thing just bursts into flames. That makes sense <laughs> because it's so cheaply made. We should say, speaking of a, you know the fact that this movie never should have been made, it's based on characters that were created by the Law Brothers, uh, who were four <laughs> Chinese American brothers who were indeed practicing doctors, yes. proving once again <laughs> that. Non-creative people should not create. You know what I mean? I, like we got into this situation with Easy Rider Two, right? So that this, dude was just some yeah. fucking rich lawyer. This is I'm, the same shit. Stay out I'm of not, it. I'm not going to go in for a blanket statement on the fact, but I will say that I watched a 15 minute behind the scenes uh, 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 featurette about this movie, and they do they interview two of them. And like the guy is like, yeah, you know, actually, it's it's harder to be make a movie than be a surgeon. You know, it really is because if you're in a you're in a surgery, you control everything. And a movie said, forget about it. I mean, in one situation, you control someone's life, and the other thing, somebody might not money their laundry the right way. <laughs> I mean, it's just you know, it's insane what could happen. I agree with this this gentleman. I I think surgery, whatever, human life, <laughs> yeah. pah. Sure. <laughs> you, this is more important. You live forever through this magical adventure of Kangarooman, and this movie will exist for all time. That's right. And there are five people roaming this earth who played them motherfucking kangaroos and have to admit that for the rest of their yeah, lives. And that's horrible. You're totally right. That's horrible. Scientifically accurate, by the way, this movie, 100%. You just said a learned doctor family created yes. this. So I assume that this is very sound. I mean, if you're an MD, that means you're a total genius and you're good at everything. So just go for it. Write movies. Uh, you know, just go to your car mechanic. Tell him what to do. By the way, putting MD... <laughs> Putting MD in your fucking credits on your movie, Dude, it's a, yeah. fuck you. It's an asshole move. It is an asshole move. <laughs> Terrible. You just show up. Just, just, just put your name on it. Just put I'm your fucking start, name on the movie. I'm going to start introducing myself as Eric Siska, Bachelor of Arts, Cinema Studies. <laughs> oh, well, pardon me. Right like, this way to the unemployment office. <laughs> it's one thing, right, when it's like an entertainment industry-specific union right if someone's part of the pga sure, someone's sure. part of a, a cinematographer's guild 
you know, editors, guilds, whatever. That's the the industry. If you're a fucking doctor or a goddamn dentist or a mm -hmm. fucking ice cream truck driver, that credit does not go on your movie credit should oh. you get one. Oh, man, that Dennis K. Law wrote a fucking shitty movie. Um, that's Dr. Dennis K. Law, please. <laughs> They're doing this all backwards because as a doctor, you should know that you, whatever your kid does, you just pump a bunch of money into that. Your kid could be the film director. That's the usual progression. You got to have <laughs> a family wealth first. I would just love it if, like, you also, like, older actors, like, were able to put, like, their Elks Lodge number at the end of their names <laughs> and stuff like that. That would be nice. Like, like the Taoist stuff, like I understand like why why they wanted to put that in this movie. But I mean at the same time, like this is clearly just a cynical like um, I watched my kid watch that fucking Power Ranger crap. I could do yep. that. I don't know. Five kangaroos in a forest. Give me a million bucks. <laughs> and someone did it. Someone literally did it. Uh, okay, and yeah, I just uh, watched the early pressing of this movie called Velvet Goldmine. We're going to have a villain that looks like an opening act from that movie. <laughs> Dude, yeah. he's what is of... happening with Angus McFadden in this movie? Yeah. He's I coded said... a certain way. Yes, he definitely is. Yeah, he, he definitely is. And it's just like, he's like high constantly. Like yeah. he, this, this performance is like, he's high and coming the whole time. That there's only one other uh, performance I could really think of, and that is Eddie Redmayne in Jupiter Ascending. Mm, yes. It is yeah. almost identical. It's uh, really you know wild. <laughs> you know what's kind of close, and it's it's hard to gauge because it's a much smaller role, um, and I don't think it's entirely the same, but, um, oh, what's his face in Tron Legacy? Michael... Uh... Shannon. Not Michael no. Shannon. Michael Sheen. 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 Yes, Michael Sheen playing the ridiculous like club owner in that movie, and he's like right. dancing all over the place. Like it also reminded me of that a little. It's a lot. I mean, we could start with the so we we open on uh, a completely ponderous opening scene narration thing, which is Master Chung is this gentleman's name? Right. What? Yep. Uh, Wait. Like, uh, what? 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 What are you talking about? No, it isn't. What? It's Martha Wayne. <laughs> those those, uh, those pearls do drop to Chris's what? point. No, because oh, the, the <laughs> oh, oh wow, it took me a real long time to get there, Kevin. Sorry, I'm tired. But you know, like it's just like I remember once there wasn't war, and then maybe one day there will be war, and <laughs> well, eventually oh, war will come well, to war. Steve, town. There's one line that I was very, very of our time now, which is. And now I see a dying land, and the enemy grows stronger every day. And I'm like, yep, you're telling me. <laughs> Is there someone with the courage to step forward? That's the last line of it. And as soon as that line finished, I was like, the fuck was that guy talking about? <laughs> Who was that man? Is my question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, All, I, it's like a bunch of like garbage visuals, and then this terrible kangaroo logo. Because like you see these these uh, whatever they're they're beads obviously like for prayer beads or something anal. and they they draw they might be anal beads <laughs> they fall to the floor and I'm like were they talking like cause you don't like I don't know I want to see a man if a man is talking even just like a, a silhouette would be great a fucking a, a, a Hitchcockian silhouette you would you see a hand maybe it's like making a little like face and like talking <laughs> through the hand. Sorry, right, right. 
It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> they do repeat the shot later in the film. Yes. So I think it, it might be Master Chung, where it's like there's a, a figure in silhouette like looking up at what appears to be the Aurora Borealis. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It looked like something you'd put on a poster, like to, uh, to, you know, one of those garbage things you'd see in a classroom that's like, reading is great. And it's like a kid just staring up at a tree for some reason. It just looked like one of those garbage posters. We cut to suburbia. My favorite thing, which I only... Because I watched a little bit. Because again, like I think I said this off the air. Like the second I watched this movie last night, it all escaped from my brain. I don't remember a fucking thing. <laughs> it's like sand. It's like it's it's like beautiful sand that goes right down the drain. But that, that so wa- proves I, that proves the magical realm is real, and mm, it's just erasing because it's trying to keep itself a secret. Mm-hmm. So I rewatched like the first forty minutes of this, this just right before we did this because you and loved I ca- this movie. I caught this mother telling her son to make sure, or telling this dog to make sure that her son eats breakfast. <laughs> oh, come on. She's like, come on, Bravo. Okay, uh, all right. Make sure Ryan eats his breakfast, Bravo. Bye. This woman doesn't care if this kid lives or dies. No. Yeah. Also, I think it must be dinner, Steve, because this is one of the dumbest. I hate these tropes where it's like, I'm such a bad cook. I screwed up microwaving. And he's like, because he's trying to eat like a lasagna. Well, at the beginning, the dog brings him toast while he's reading that awful comic book. Right. Oh, yes, yes. Jesus, dude. He's, oh, wow. Okay. He is straight up like taking a dirty ass shit or something <laughs> on this. Oh, that's he's right. Seated, he's seated. Our, our hero is so shown shitting his guts out, reading the comic <laughs> book, and so entranced with it, you even hear like the sounds of the swords <laughs> and whatever else that's coming out of this comic book. I, I'm going to tell you something. I'm, I'm going to tell you something here, Eric. That lid was down. He wasn't shit his guts out. That was getting ready to pound his pud to this comic. That's <laughs> you that's, right, you know Cabin. What? I noticed that seat was down. That kid was getting ready to jerk off. Maybe yep, he's yep. making a fucking feces pancake. <laughs> he's doing some. He's about to do oh, some of his on. own. A little some of his own sword wielding. Yeah, this he kid be loves doing both. Kid, kid gets really aroused by unfinished comics. This thing is like not even inked. There's no word bubbles. It's just like sketches. Dude. It's garbage because it's like you see at one point, like there's a pile of comic books and like, I think they're supposed to be different comic books, but because they're all just like very like quick pen sketches, it doesn't matter. Although in one of them, I was pretty sure I saw a kangaroo or two. Oh, yeah. A little uh, foreshadowing. Yeah, (laughs) just a little bit while this kid makes his little shit pancake. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, these actually uh, are not sold in stores. It's uh, the man who lives up the, the road by himself. He makes them and he just gives them to me. <laughs> I enjoy hey. them very much. Hey, Ryan, I got a new issue for you. <laughs> yeah, this one's got kangaroos. In it. All right, the next uh, one, you got to kill your parents and give me their money. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you, you're totally right, Steve. It is the morning because it, I guess instead of going to school or something, this kid just goes and hangs out at this Chinese restaurant that I think is owned by Dennis Dunn, the guy from like Big Trouble, and he's in Prince of Darkness. Also, he's playing Ming well, in this movie. He he has a boss. There's a guy yes. who comes in at some point. Yeah, he he starts yelling at him. I think he's just, and he even Ryan says, "Oh, you're just a cook." So I think he just works there and sleeps above it, which is also very uh, weird. Mm-hmm. What Strange. is this well, relationship? The, uh, not great. That's what it is. <laughs> it's 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 pushing it. That's what that relationship is. Um, well, you see, you see him making the. 
it was pretty cool. You know, he's doing like kung fu, uh, making Chinese food, which is fun. Kung fu cooking. Mm-hmm. Kung fu cooking. But the way he treats these eggs, man, you're going to break that yolk. You're going to break that yolk door yeah. across the room. Yeah, don't appreciate that. Mm-mm. Well, that's Be just because <laughs> you just don't know control yet, Steve. Mm, that's true. You don't have his, you know, abilities. So is the um, idea that this guy, yeah. now he passes on what we come to find, the manuscript of legend, um, to this kid. Is is Did he go to the kangaroo land when he was younger? Is that the idea? I don't. That's a great question. I mean, I don't even know. Well, because the, the kangaroo land like doesn't even exist? Question mark. Yeah, yeah that's I don't, true. I, I don't know what I, we're supposed to believe here. I, at the I, end I of think the day. Ming. I think Ming is the first guy who. Because yeah, wait. Because the guy, the name of the restaurant is Ming's, right? Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's oh, why it, it, I thought oh, he owned the restaurant. Yeah, ah. that's very strange. Maybe it's his dad. I don't know. Yeah, that's possible. That because because the mom after she fucks up this lasagna. Is like, well, I'll just give you some money and you can go to Min's. And he goes like, it's Ming. It's called Ming's, you fucking racist real estate agent. <laughs> uh, I've, I've never seen somebody so angry at a mispronunciation in my life. Well, he's very but it's good. Up. <laughs> he's that wrapped. should happen. That's true. This mother I mean, is pretty fast and loose with these pronunciations yeah, sure. <laughs> well, as the kid points out she's like he goes he goes to her like lady we've eaten at this restaurant a thousand fucking times you should know the name of it by now well <laughs> hey, just be- you're, you're goddamn well, right kid. well just be glad i don't misspell the names on the rent check you little piece of shit <laughs> I ought to fucking put some rat poison in your <laughs> we should t- we should talk about this football game this kid, which, again, it's not even, like, really established. You just sort of see him at one scene, and he's got this brace on his foot, like, three scenes in, and you're like, oh, okay, he's got, you know, some kind of condition. I don't know if he, I guess it's uh, something congenital or something. Like, I don't know, or maybe he was in an accident. Like, is it permanent? I mean, is it not permanent? You have no idea. I think the movie, it, it doesn't know what caused it, but that is here to stay, Steve. Okay, okay got it. <laughs> yeah, not, not going anywhere. No, definitely not. He's not having some Forrest Gump esque moment <laughs> where he's to... running down the street and they fucking break off his legs or something. <laughs> I was about to mention Forrest Gump because it does look like the brace from yes. Forrest Gump, yep. and that was yeah. only a few years earlier. And we had Gump fever across the United States, still to this day, honestly. Yeah, there's still some there's some known cases of gump fever that pop up. And, Come down uh, with a case you know. of the gumps. Yeah, there's a new <laughs> oh, there's a heavy a new mutant strain that's hard to break. You know, just <laughs> uh-huh. the 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 European gump fever is very tough to break. Oof, you don't oh, want that. Yeah. They love getting gumped. <laughs> they went to Vietnam like ten years earlier, or whatever the story is. <laughs> <laughs> the story <laughs> uh you know the thing about this football scene which we are uh introduced to with some searing fart country music mm. which i didn't expect from this movie mm-hmm. uh, I and i love he's like he's given uh advice to the quarterback this kid's the water boy obviously uh and so he's out there and he's like you know trying to get the the kid's attention this the quarterback and he's like all right you know do this, do that, you know, and, and he gives him like a decent play, and the kid like spits on his shoes. I love that. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm Lord. laughing. Yeah. I'm yes. laughing. So funny. Why this is why you should never be the water boy. Like, I don't understand, like, 
I don't know how they get uh, equipment managers and water boys. You're just putting yourself in harm's way. Oh, you know what I mean? It's, it's, a, it's a target on your back. It's for kids who like to get verbally abused. It's uh, That's just the, the way it is. Like the, well, somebody, Somebody's uh, going to yell at you. Somebody's definitely saying something to you. I this I, I, I just looked this up because I was like, because there's this one line. The coach gives them a, a play, and the kid's like, no, the, the right tackle has been nailing me all day, coach. And the coach goes, Listen, kid, I've played in a couple of football games and looks at the camera for nine minutes and then says, I think I know what I'm talking about. And I was like, he has to be somebody. He's Warren Moon, by the way. Oh, that uh, guy is Warren Moon? Yes, uh, which is kind of hilarious. But I just find that because he's just like, kid, I've played in football games. Like, who are you? Well, that's uh, yeah. terrible. Well, yeah, that's interesting because we actually we we did surgery on Mr. Moon and uh, we uh, we helped his leg out a little bit and he <laughs> he he gave us a discount on a, um, to play this part and you know it, it's funny acting is a little harder than surgery because you know in <laughs> playing um, football uh, being a professional quarterback is just. It's on par with surgery, I would say. Just the same. You know, you have to read the defenses, the body's defenses, those white blood cells. By the way, I love how vague it is. Just surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not talking sure. about, is it vital organs? Is it, uh, I don't, what, what, what counts as surgery? Now, I once had my wisdom teeth rem- removed, and they called that an oral surgeon. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Because it's surgery on your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying that's got uh-huh. a what's that a, a TV show equivalent? Or <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find the bar here. <laughs> I think that's a web series. <laughs> I, I think like guys who like would remove warts are also I think would go under surgeon, and that you might be you might be able to question that one. Maybe you mm. know what I'll say. It. I'm done with surgeons. Really? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So boiling just a lid. La- <laughs> boiling a lid. Boiling lenses is as difficult as making a TikTok video, I'm guessing. Is that, is that how oh, it works? Oh, sure, yeah. Something, something, bunions. Yeah, bun- bunion you know, removal. Doing a brain transplant is a little easier than doing a podcast, okay? <laughs> I do love, so he, he make the guy makes the play, and like uh, his friend, uh, Ryan's friend, is just like, Forget it. No one's ever going to notice you, Ryan. Let's get out of here, man. <laughs> so th- they're walking home, and he's like, you know, you really did a good job, man. And then uh, they they ride by on bikes, and the kid yells out, the, and the friend is like, hey, Brian, you, you, uh, Ryan gave you the best play, you idiot. And it's like, dude, don't fucking tell. Don't bring that guy over here. I don't yeah. need you standing up to this bully for me, especially after the fact. Also, the line here that the bully has is great because he goes, did you say something or did you fart? And then all, <laughs> all the girls go, ha! Because I mean, these girls, uh, these girls for most line. of... Most of the movie here are 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 bullies themselves. Yes. They enjoy... They they revel mm-hmm. in the bullying. This, this is your big, like, kid... Just listen to your friend this one time and understand what's going to happen to you. Because they're like, hey, cool. We were thinking, man, you know, you gave me such great football advice today. Why don't you meet us at 8 p.m. at this hideout area for your initiation? And the friend (laughs) is like, hey, we should definitely go home. (laughs) And this kid's like, no, now's my shot. I got to go hang out with them. Dude, never. I've said this before, and it's a really important lesson. 
never meet a bully at a secondary location. Never Absolutely. ever do it. There's nope. just there's no nope. reason to do it. Also, it's, and go ahead, Sue. It's school. The areas around school, if you happen to see a bully outside of those areas, don't go in. Like if you see if you're if you're riding around and you see that you're bully in a Wendy's, don't go in that Wendy's because there's no teacher to save you. That's true. No, exactly. It's like fucking Lorraine Bracco if she went in and actually looked at the dresses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you if, know, if, it's bad news. If your friend does something like this, it is like you know he deserves the credit. The best case scenario, I know it sounds weird, but the best case scenario is if the bully says "blow it out your ass" <laughs> or yes. just beats you up. Those are actually the best situations. And the girls, by the way, at this point are bully bait because they're just like, yep. "Yeah, we're gonna be there tonight." So this, this kid's like, "We're all gonna get laid tonight." Also, like, how old like are these kids versus the other kids? Is my question. Because like, yeah, he's got you know he's got the leg, and they're like, "Yeah, you're not on the football team." This kid looks like he's nine. And the other kid's 17. Yep. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, because at least, like, you know, when I played football, this is what I was going to mention when you were talking about the water boy thing, Steve. Uh, Mm. Here was the worst. It was way more embarrassing because it wasn't like some kid who was just doing it. It was the two absolute worst players on the team were also the water boys. The kids that never played, they would maybe get like one play a game. They were also just by default the water boys, and it was degrading. Dude, Oof. you quit quit that, dude. You know what that's you know what you do in that situation? You like football so much? They have video games for football, my friend. <laughs> yep. And they are yep. awesome. Yeah, you could always just watch it at home. They play on Sundays <laughs> usually. Uh, by the way, the friend, his little friend, one of the lines, and now these little kids have like this weird rat-a-tat snappy dialogue. It makes no sense that they would ever have the brain to produce this stuff. I don't think any adult <laughs> would either, but it says like, you're meeting them at 8 o'clock. You're crazy, man. I mean, Lucifer thinks this guy's a little extreme. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, man, Lucifer. Come yeah, on. Absolutely. <laughs> this guy who spit on your shoe. That guy, <laughs> Lucifer sees him as like, fuck. Yeah. Damn, that hey, guy is hardcore. Hey, hey, man, I, I just possessed a little girl and made her kill her whole family. Hey, man, you shouldn't be spitting <laughs> on people's shoes. Hey, hey, relax. It's all uh, twisted. going to say that's a little extreme for old Lucifer there, buddy. <laughs> spitting on shoes like that. Yeah. That's fucked up, man. Yeah, you should take a that's walk. Get, get, get your head right, man. <laughs> it's not cool. Actually, uh, you know, <laughs> honestly, one of these days I'm going to have to retire. And uh, seeing you spit on that shoe... You might be the right candidate. You might be the next devil. I mean, here's the deal, man. Like, we can't talk through the logistics right now because I got to uh, appear to a young seven-year-old boy down in Chile and convince him to burn his village to the ground. But uh, I want to I want to wrap back on this, man, because that is some twisted shit. <laughs> Spitting on a shoe. My goodness. <laughs> uh so yeah the the plan the the date is set at 8 p.m we're gonna meet these fuckers somewhere he goes home for a little bit uh this is when the mom burns this lasagna and she's like you know what let's just uh let's give you money for your chinese food because i gotta go work tonight she's a real estate broker here's the thing he's like when is dad getting home and i'm like great question and also is this kid is this dad dead are they divorced because she just kind of brushes it off like 
what, you think I'm not a good cook? I'm like, no, who is his father? I thought, I thought one of the kangaroo people were going to be revealed to be <laughs> his, one of his fathers or, or whatever. I mean, and, and here's the thing, one right? One of like his you... fathers? <laughs> what is this? A kangaroo-esque Mamma Mia? <laughs> yes, yes. They uh, they swapped <laughs> cum together when mm-hmm. they, anyway, or they, I guess, what was Mamma Mia? They just all did it the same yeah. night with her? yeah. Mama no, Mia, wild, I fuck five dude. kangaroos. Oh no, I fuck five <laughs> kangaroos. Mama you know, Mia, let me tell you something right now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I watched I, I watched that movie over the weekend. Mama hot, Mia was it was it hot as fuck? <laughs> it fucking rules, dude. That movie check is it out. it's front to back nonstop entertainment. I'm I had a it. fucking blast with it. Absolutely. Uh, but yes, it is sort of like a kangaroo gangbang. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. I definitely was getting those vibes well, while watching Mamma Mia. Maybe his his leg is just a kangaroo tail or something that he's trying mm. to keep straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, if he just like it was revealed that he's like a kangaroo at the end of the movie, like he yes. grows his own little tail, like it pops yes. out of his jean shorts or some <laughs> shit. Oh, God. I thought he, yep. I honestly, yep, vomiting exactly. I thought he was going to transform at the end or something. I thought he was going to yeah. stay forever. Whatever one Doug Jones is playing, have him turn into that one. <laughs> he plays this the silent one who doesn't speak for most of the movie. Uh, the other thing with this, too, that would make it interesting with the dad, right, is take a note from beloved cartoon classic The Noozles. Make it so that like his dad disappeared one day, mm. right? And then the, it turns out the dad, the reason why he's so close with Ming is because Ming and the dad were buddies and Ming holds the secret to the dad's whereabouts. The dad is stuck in this fucking kangaroo book and he goes and <laughs> saves him. That'd be I'm, something. I'm going to be anything. I'm going to give you an alternative uh, uh, idea here where she is giving, she's showing this house pretty late at night. This looks like 7.38 p.m. is That's what I'm true. looking at. I think she is a realtor for vampires. <laughs> and the husband, coming, oh, right. and oh, her people. husband is the king vampire of mm. this area. Right, or she's the real real estate agent for people who went to work during the daytime. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. Also Two known theories. as vampires. <laughs> or a third theory, she's fucking Peter Gallagher on the reg, like American Beauty style, Fuck dude. Fair yeah. Enough. Wow. Yeah. I'd Man, rather see God that. damn you, Steve, making me think of that fucking trash movie. <laughs> Uh, I don't know which I'd rather uh, rewatch Wait. less: Warriors of Virtue or American Beauty. No, I thought you were gonna say, "Would you?" I thought you say you'd rather fuck a kangaroo than Peter Gallagher. <laughs> oh, what are you? What are you fucking crazy? It's Peter that, Gallagher. I'm, that's why I on. thought it was surprising. <laughs> I think I mean, if somebody's got to, you, you all listeners are good at video. Could somebody do the American Beauty uh, uh, garbage bag scene with uh, Wes Bentley, but cut in Warriors of Virtue, where just, he's just crying about <laughs> Warriors of Virtue, just a kangaroo dancing around. It's it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, kind of a thing. You know, you, you know that joke, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. it's trash. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's total trash. Um. So Ming, who I like to think of as like this movie's Nat from 90210, right? Mm. Like he's the buddy that works at a restaurant that you can go to and get some sage wisdom from. 90210 had the good grace to never film a scene where Brandon has to go up to Nat's bedroom and have a talk with him <laughs> in his bedroom. Mm-hmm. Dude, that would raise I don't some know eyebrows. what's going on. I don't know what's going on there. It's really weird. Like. That's also why I think it's definitely this dude's restaurant because he's living above it. That's just more like a hey man, if you sw- if you if you promise to fucking clean the rat traps, you can take the storage shed and we'll get a See, cot for yeah, you. I don't know. if that's I would a agree legal with you, Steve. Bedroom. If it if it if it 
like looked shittier than this does. It's kind of a nice studio apartment. Well, well his view is the kitchen. <laughs> that window yeah, faces it's still, the kitchen. It's, it's still an apartment in a restaurant that's definitely illegal. I'm you not saying never, that. And listen, I love egg rolls and whatever, but you're never getting the smell out of anything in your oh, apartment. Oh, not at all. No, not at all. Not. Yeah, I mean, that's if you lived in any restaurant, that's the case. You're just going to smell like the food they cook. Yeah. Because he's like, because uh, Ryan goes over and he's like, hey, Ming. And again, like, I don't know, dude, the counter is that way. Don't come into the fucking kitchen during d- dinner service because he knocks it at someone who seems like Ming's boss. Ming does some kung fu cooking and catches all the plates. And he's like, hey, man, why don't we go upstairs and have a conversation? Everybody in that restaurant is like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, you know yeah. that kid you, who's in here all the time? Like he's up in okay. that what? that fake makeshift nope. uh, apartment there that Ming lives in. <laughs> no, this time we have to call the cops. I'm sorry, we have to. <laughs> we have to exactly. this, this, this has happened like three times before. We have to call the cops. At this a time. certain point, you become responsible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. You can't just turn a blind eye. You're an accomplice. To, yep. Like for all for all the FBI knows, you're filming this shit. <laughs> Look, for all the FBI knows, indeed. Look, the pork will be mooshooed. Don't worry about it. We have to call the police. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, and he's telling pork. this... Oh, he's uh, telling this kid some garbage story about, like, this one time he, like, ripped a cocoon open and the fucking animal inside died, and I'm like, what are you doing? Um, hi, we're gonna have to evacuate your table. The FBI is gonna be doing a sting in about five <laughs> minutes. Um, we're gonna comp your meal. Um, we're gonna, we'll even wrap it up for you, okay? Thank you so much. Yeah, bring in another kid. Let's see if he takes the bait. <laughs> um, hi. Yeah, uh, this restaurant's gonna be closing. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how we survive this. Yeah, so yeah, uh, the FBI is coming, and this place is closing, and uh, we have no more jobs. Goodbye, goodbye, um, everybody. The health department uh, gave us an X, which is not an A, B, C, or D. It's actually an X because uh, something uh, untoward happened in the in the attic. Uh, so, yeah. you know, we uh, we should have seen this coming when we uh, agreed to work at a restaurant called Ming's Diddle Shack, but. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and Look, what was it's, cooking it's, was not the food. More at it's, eleven. <laughs> it's the same rating they give places that serve actual human flesh. So it's kind of an honor in a way. Uh, and yes. I was just thinking, like, imagine being a cannibal restaurant, but like mm. you're a bad cannibal restaurant. That's unfortunate. <laughs> what, like yeah. undercooked or something? Or yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. Like you just—it's bad service, bad oh. food. Oh. No. Those places you need to have a good sear. Like no matter what mm-hmm. you're doing, you have to make sure you have a good sear. I would going. love a good sear on a nice human steak. <laughs> oh, you gotta go meat rare. Oh yeah, of course, because I respect the ingredient. Of course, mm, I mean, an aristocrat. The, the sp- <laughs> <laughs> Somehow that sounded like a, a Three Stooges joke. Stooges. <laughs> That's a good fellas joke, but yes. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, of course. We yeah. just watched that movie. Sorry, right. everybody. My yes. brain's dead. We we have a three-hour uh, three episode on Goodfellas this month uh, on our oh, Patreon. Yeah. Indeed. Um, so we're breaking into this old tunnel, you know, whatever. He meets these fucking bullies. Uh, and there, this is... I, I, had to, I had to just stop everything. It was like a pause, and I got up. I had to get, you know, another drink after this. Because so the buddy is also there. Uh, and the kid is like, he's, you know, he's trying to tell this Ryan kid, you know, hey, we really shouldn't 
break into this tunnel. You know, they're like, all right, you guys got to go first. You take the flashlights and go first into the tunnel. And he, this kid's freaking out. And he's worried that these bullies are going to, quote, make hot dogs out of our wieners <laughs> with, <laughs> with meatballs on the side. This kid I is love it. fearing. He's fearing full castration from these bullies. Well, I'll be honest. If you did something like that, that would show real promise. <laughs> we would be going right up the ranks in an organization like mine. Well, I mean, you know, if you cut their genitals off and fed them to them, I'd retire right now and give you the keys to the kingdom. Look, are those homemade buns? I This is just, I am impressed beyond words. Well, the thing is, like, if they're bullies and they're making hot dogs out of their wieners <laughs> may it would be like more bullish i think to eat that in front of them instead of letting mm. them in, eat, eat the hot dog oh oh what is this ragu you have the testicles in it's marvelous <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's what would you like a human penis hot dog what toppings we think of here oh. spicy mustard you want to you want to drown right. out some uh, of that flavor mm, organ chili <laughs> oh yeah, do chili dog might be a good route. Really hide that fucking shaft as it goes down your throat. Yeah, but yeah. the the kid is worried because like when they meet up in this dark alley, the kid's like, "Where the bully is like the main main bully is like, we're gonna play follow the leader." And you're the leader, which is, I think, what happened with the last thing the fucking the 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 Paradise Lost murderers heard. <laughs> oh my <laughs> like, god! Like literally, it's just like, dude, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're you're not wrong. It is creepy, right? Like mm-hmm. it it actually sort. Of, I don't know why it reminded me of this because they're like, we're gonna play follow the leader, and you're the leader. It reminded me of that Simpsons gag where they wrap a Millhouse in a bunch of Joe Quimby bumper <laughs> stickers. They're like, oh yeah, the mommy's <laughs> ready for his inaugural journey, <laughs> mystical voyage. I think. Oh, mystical voyage is that what it is? Oh man, yeah. it's so great. <laughs> but uh, so, so, so we go in. And it's like it's initiation time, and anytime I hear the words again, like I would have been not anywhere near the situation because I I don't need to be initiated to anything. Thank you very much. Well, well I no, wanna, of course I, not. I I, I want to hear what you you're offering me. What is what <laughs> yes. is this organization? Mm-hmm. What do what kind of protection am I getting? I want to hear it all I mean, before I start doing whatever you want me to do in this place. That's a good question too, right? Is like not only like what am I gaining from this, but like. What is expected from me beyond <laughs> crossing this like narrow pipe that's over a bunch of raging sewer water? Uh, like, w- like, where are we going from there? You know, like, what am I being initiated to uh, exactly? Uh, it w- is the ultimate goal to overthrow the school? Because I'm not in if that's it. But like, if it's the point is to like take over like the morning announcements, maybe. Guys, guys, I'm going to break your hearts a little bit here but i don't think there was an end game for this mm. initiation i think it was more sure. just a bully situation yeah it was, will, he was never getting initiated guys because yeah the, the idea is there's they're in a water pipe factory or some such thing <laughs> i don't know what's going on and it's a there, there's an enormous toilet in which he has to walk <laughs> over on a narrow pipe and graffito tag the opposing wall and Brad, right. the lead bully, is like, hey, man, we all had to do it, dude. And the, the girl who he likes the most is like, come on, Brad, you're being a jerk. Mm-hmm. And, and his friend, like, Ryan's friend Chucky says, why don't we make like Tom and Cruz? Oh, 
Oh boy, oh boy. What the <laughs> shit is that? <laughs> what the Dude, shit is that? That's, this kid, that's what happens. You know what it is? That's yep. what happens when fucking yep. four idiot doctors come up with an idea for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> now, this kid's got a team of writers working for him. He, he like every time he, he he goes away from all right, see you later, Rye, and then he goes back to the writer's room and they fucking work on the evening's material. Well, that's, I mean, this will tell you exactly why fucking Riot is so, like, tempted by the bullies. He's got this fucking to deal with most of the time. Mm-hmm. This fucking one-liner factory. Of yeah. course I'm I want to fucking up- maybe dangle myself <laughs> over a mystical toilet. You know, uh, you know, Ryan. I wouldn't go over that pipe. It looks as slippery as Monica Lewinsky's dress. Oh, no! Dress was slippery with cum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it right now. Jesus Christ. Okay, you can leave now, Chucky. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. Is it weird that Chucky started hanging out with Kevin Eubanks? <laughs> <laughs> I looked up both of the screenplay writers here, Michael Vickerman. And Hugh Kelly. Hugh Kelly appears to have uh, attached himself to a a some sort of direct VHS franchise called Cage, which was a the first one at least was a Lou Ferrigno vehicle. And oh, what a surprise! He returned for Cage to the Arena of Death. That might be something right up our alley. And I then like, the I'll other guy. Michael Vickerman has written a bunch of stuff that's all nothing. Uh, so yeah. No surprise here. We're getting fucking lines like "Let's make like Tom and Cruise." It, it sounds like the correct pedigree because this is nothing as well. <laughs> so he decides to do it uh, against Chucky and everyone else's wishes because Brad goes to the other side. He's like, "Come on, man! It's so easy to do." And again, like this kid's got like a, a leg thing. It's you know, it's not very easy for him. No, of course not. And like. This bully should be brought up on murder charges. I think at the end of the movie, we are to presume that he is just found dead later. Uh, <laughs> well, because that's the thing. Like, like, there's just a little Brad skeleton there. Because what's your bully endgame? Like, yeah, your bully endgame is like, oh, I pants that kid. And look at everybody had to look at his wiener, LOL. Mm-hmm. Or I made everybody know that kid's an, an, an idiot by dropping his tray. This is murder. Like, this kid goes yeah. in, the, in the water. Yeah. No one's going to save him. Like, that's what I, his over, the bully, the bully's overactive. Like, no, what'd you do when he falls in the water is pretty amazing. And also, when they come back at the very end, Andrew, they the, these two little kids say, eh, you think we should call 911? Yeah, let's do it. So they save him, oh, presumably. Sh- That's I mean, fucked up. Leave him for dead. You know who does? This is the end of your football career. You know who ha- doesn't have a story about killing a little kid? Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Like that, Tom, you know why? That we know of because they yes. covered it up, dude. <laughs> every single point. one, every person in the NFL. Oh, definitely, they're eating endocrine or whatever else. <laughs> mm. Why do you think Aaron Rodgers grew that mustache, man, to to disguise himself after he murdered that kid? Exactly. (laughs) No, you guys, you just aren't seeing the full chessboard, okay? Clearly, this football player the night before took the father down to this same one and made him do the same thing (laughs) and drowned him in that place. So both the son and the father have been drowned here. He's working for the mother. And finally, (laughs) she's going to go off to Cancun and have a fucking time for once. Wait a second, though. So you're saying that Brad, this teenager, <laughs> murdered the father? Oh, yeah. Oh, Two yeah. Jeffers with the same <laughs> toilet. With the same water hole. Oh, uh, Brad is up. Uh, Brad Johnson is up uh, on charges for the Jeffers slayings. 
uh, that happened in town just two weeks ago. Mother Jeffers still MIA, presumed dead. Oh, she might be one of these ladies that wants to have sex with the teenage kids, mm. and she's running off with the bullied in league Ooh. with Satan. Yes. <laughs> oh man, you, if, oh, hey man, if you if you fuck that if you fuck that guy's mother after you kill him. You, you might be the new scene. I don't know. Chucky was right, dude. You are oh, fucking twisted. Get this, dude. And then he knocks her up, and that's the fucking spot. That's the actual devil's son in her belly. Mm. Look, look I, I, I'm, I'm saying I would have preferred to cock hot dogs. <laughs> I would have preferred that. But this will do in lieu of that. I love that we're like 45-something minutes into this, and we still haven't gotten to the land of Tao. <laughs> Well, we're too busy talking about fucking cock dogs. <laughs> the cock dogs are important. It's uh-huh. a rich tapestry. Uh-huh. So he does literally fall down this hole and he wakes up somehow in the land of Tau. There, Eric, is that soon enough for you? <laughs> Thank you. Oh, the land of Tau. Do you mean cheap Dagobah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we also even get an Ewok village. Mm. Yes, we definitely tree, do, actually. The tree yeah, house, it's, or it's Kai Shook or whatever. Yeah, dude, we're talking like tree houses. So we got Kashyyyk, the the Ewok village itself on Endor. And then he does wake up like right by this fucking bog, which is what made me think of Dagobah. Yes. It's just we're there's another hilarious Star Wars ripoff coming in a line of dialogue like later in the movie. I think uh, these these screenwriters and these dudes creating these characters all just clearly loved Star Wars just a little bit. Oh, yeah. They love money and the possibility of making it. <laughs> also, that. Uh, but yeah, the I, I had a huge laugh right here because he's immediately like set upon by like woodsman scumbags that we learn are like the you know just the grunts for the the main villain here and some dude like the kid starts running away some dude throws a spear and hits him in the back hilarious dude this kid i mean it hits his backpack but it still makes him fall over dude i was laughing hysterically dude yeah you man you fucking wind up in the wrong enchanted forest you're fucking dead dude dead for trespassing also by the way this whole land it's kind of mario brothers-esque in the way that you take a sewage pipe to get there yep. <laughs> you don't hear also the, the you don't hear yeah. the noise the brr, brr, brr. Yeah. well because it said it was just a toilet flush sound effect. <laughs> that's a good yeah. point Mar- mario mario and luigi mario they smelled like stinking hot shit all the time <laughs> the kid's just hanging around he just has a huge turtle shell in his fucking arms the whole time <laughs> looking around uh he Dude. He realizes that his leg works, and he's like, and he doesn't have the right. uh, he doesn't have the brace, and he starts. He has a moment of joy until Michael J. Anderson like starts to like jump him and like choke him to death. Sort of, it's a weird little scene it, for I Michael mean, J. Anderson. Even curing the leg in this magical land seems a little weird to me. I thought maybe the point would be like he l- learns like he can still be all he can be despite the leg, you know? Like Yes. The fact no, that dude, it's like, he, oh, he, I'm what? cured in this land, and that's why I'm having nope. great adventures, and now back to reality. Mm-hmm. That's right, dude. He The lesson that he learns is that he's completely irrelevant to society <laughs> unless he is in this fantasy world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly... The line here, too, when he realizes his leg, I mean, this, this kid, shockingly, went on to leave acting a year later. Uh, but he, he realizes the leg isn't... Uh, you know, damaged anymore, and he goes, it works. Yes! And then this little, <laughs> like, showboating moment of him, like, dancing around, and he's pretending to play football, 
all alone. I I, feel, I was uh, this is he's a disgusting shit boy. We haven't oh, said it yet. Oh, yes, he's a class absolutely. A disgusting shit boy. And this moment right here, I was like disgusting shit boy alert. I'm not gonna object, but I will say you do. We do have to pay attention. He does have. He's, he is also a floppy haired chosen one, which we do love. Oh, that's Ooh. true. So it's like yep. it's like half and half there. And I'm <laughs> yes. telling you, half and half's not enough. I'm not eating that cock hot dog. <laughs> I feel like they like during this montage they had to take out like everybody dance now because it was costing too much. The laws couldn't take it. <laughs> yeah, because he's just like, oh yeah, right. Jeffers goes for the score. Yeah, this is Jeffers' big run here. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh yeah. no! And now I'm getting tackled by Michael J. Anderson, dude. It's- what is Michael J. Anderson up to in this movie? A whole lot of nothing. Like he's supposed to be like a sneak, a sneaky little like backstabber kind of character. I don't know though. I mean, I guess he's in cahoots with the main guy because we also meet Marley Shelton's character but right here, he's Alicia. Also, he's in cahoots with 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 everyone because the, towards the end of the film, he's like, "Oh, the ruse needs you." Yeah. So who the fuck mm-hmm. knows? I, I think I think he's a fair weather kind of ally here, right? Like whichever way the fucking wind's blowing, dude, he's right Smart. there with you. Smart, fucking little front runner. God damn him! <laughs> uh, he did not return for Twin Beaks because he uh, made up claims that David Lynch raped his daughter. Uh, right. So that's the end of that. That's the end of that. I think I heard that his like Facebook posts posts were like insane. Yeah, so, um, look that. That's up. what I heard. I didn't hear the thing about Lynch's daughter. Oh, he, I did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? And he yeah. also said that he engineered the murder of Jack Nance as well. <laughs> And like his, <laughs> David Lynch's daughter just came out and was like, I sure hope Mike gets the help he needs. Bye, everybody. That's all I'll oh, say. Oh, yikes. And like Poor a, Jennifer Lynch. I know. It's just like, <sighs> that's how you get turned into a tree. You fuck around too much, you get turned into a tree. Uh, and then Marley Shelton, I mean, she's from like Death Proof. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, she is in Never Been Kissed. I do also remember she's in Sugar and she, Spice. Yes. yes, Sugar and Spice. Yep. Uh, she's, she's a good actress. Oh, a fun she actress. was. The, yeah, she's the cop in. Uh, she's like the the new cop character in Scream Four, and she's actually not bad in that either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do I do like her again though. Just nothing to do in this movie really. Um, but Except- she is sort of like I mean pretending to be. In line with the Rue community. Because <laughs> she she saves him and she tells Michael J. Anderson to go fuck off. And he does. And she's like, let me take you back to my village, which is protected by these warriors of virtue who are the Rue's and <sighs> Master Chung, who is their splinter, who's just a guy. I mean, the thing is, like, it's everyone's just people except for these five fucking kangaroos. And... Yep. A war and a rhino guy and a water buffalo guy, mm-hmm. and that is it. Those are yeah. Wiley Beast and Mosley. Yes, mm-hmm. and they love each other. Yes, which is cool. Is that right? I yeah, don't know. They were like I, I, party. I got, they were like dancing on each other and stuff. I got. Oh, a, I, I got see. that vibe too. I thought they were fucking, which is cool. I'm. A, you know, I, I, I think, think they should cool. get married. I think a I rhino think they, should marry a, a warthog or a. Wildebeest. By the way, this movie obviously massive sexual awakening for. <laughs> The barnyard bunch. Oh, oh, you okay? <laughs> um, wait. So wait. Is the is why is Wiley Beast the like bull or is Mosley the bull? 
It's a great question. Does it? I, here's here's a follow up question, Chris. Does it matter? <laughs> well, yes, because he he's the one who gets more screen time, and he's also one who is extremely excited all the time. Can I yes. ask you, Chris? Now, would the would the bull or the rhino be the bottom, and or would it be a switch situation? Uh, you know, I'd have to really give that a thought before I gave you a, a, a solid mm-hmm. answer because I know mm-hmm. I know you don't want some just some cheap answer I throw at you. <laughs> no, obviously I know you not. want me to think about it and really give you a thoughtful yeah, answer. Please, so let me uh, get back to you. Your, please do your due diligence as to which of these fucking monsters would be the top of <laughs> well, the bottom. I, 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 I will. This I, podcast I, I, is known for being thoughtful with everything we say. I yep. think it's totally equanimical and they are 69ing all the time. Oh, that's fucking great, I think it's dude. exclusively 69ing. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, just yeah. nutting in each other's mouths. You know what? That's beautiful. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> that is- they are also, we should say clearly, because like these fucking kangaroos, the warriors of virtue, the titular warriors of virtue, even though there are five of them, right? They're the Ninja Turtles. These fucking things are like the Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. just get that out of the way because we are Completely. we are fucking wholesale ripping off Ninja Turtles with this I, shit. I, I love when they were introducing like all the ruse. I they call them ruse. Um, these kangaroo men, and they're like, yeah. Oh, what did they... what did, uh, did Australia have that word fucking copyrighted? What was that about? <laughs> <laughs> we. We get like the like, oh they they each one of them uses an elemental force and like every uh. you know every one of them there's like an earth person or whatever else and what I found funny is like every introduction they're like and don't forget metal there's metal right there is that me <laughs> <laughs> metal right. yes metal yeah because it's it's earth wind fire and water and metal. <laughs> uh, which I think is actually a Taoist thing I I I'm guessing listen uh, and it, there's it, it nothing might be wrong with the, that. No, but just, I mean, like, I don't know. There's just, like, there are movies that could introduce these things to me, and then there's talking kangaroo movies, which (laughs) throw it in. They throw it in, and I don't know what the fuck to believe. Well, don't forget metal. We should should say that Sun is a lady, so that makes her a little different than... And she is, for some reason, ghost white, and she's the creepiest one of them all. Yeah. It's yeah. terrifying. It is. And she looks like a porcelain doll, and it was <laughs> freaking me out the whole time. These, all these things have very pronounced lips, which I'm not a big fan of, I'll be honest uh, with you. Nope. Nope. It, the lips, the eyeballs, the whole fucking dude, thing is disgusting. Those, those lips can work it. <laughs> when, when they've got the extremely wet blood on their face oh, later. Oh, that oh, that's amazing. I that can't is, believe they got bloodied. That that really disturbed me. I don't think I've ever been shook like by that, an image <laughs> like that in a while. Uh, it just, it's a lot. It's just really like, because they're, we, we find out that, yeah, they all have their own element and et cetera. And the one, the water guy uh, has left the gang. Yoon has left the gang. Why? Because he murdered a dude last week or something. Yes, and it's, we, it's strongly yeah, alluded to. I thought it was a kid he accidentally killed. <laughs> he thought it was a ray gun. Yeah. Right. Well, because like as as we come to find out, it was Alicia's brother. And yeah, I think he just had a ray gun, unfortunately. <laughs> what? I mean, they yeah. never explained the instance. Like, it was, a, was it a duel? Was it a big battle where they like walk in the woods and he just like fucking hit kick this kid in the head See, and he, here's he, my he, theory, he hit a rock steve is if if this was like understandable we would have gotten an explanation but because we don't i just i just imagine <laughs> it was an in cold blood fucking execution style 
brutal, brutal move mm-hmm. by that makes sense. Oh, yeah, dude. This fucking kangaroo left pennies on that kid's eyes. <laughs> well, Absolutely. I'll, I'll tell you why. You know, you, there's a story. You should know this. You should know the story of what happened. He stole his bright saber. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, you know yeah. he he yep. took it and you know what I, I, he should have given it back it was very important his bright saber <laughs> you guys ever notice when you you, you you write a really good joke down in your notes and then you forget about it absolutely mm-hmm. so you know what this kid is played by elijah could how about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah just, Excellent. That joke works anytime. Dude. He's yeah. in like every scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know what? It should have been couldn't. <laughs> Elijah couldn't. <laughs> I know that doesn't work for the joke, but he can't. He 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 literally cannot. He's awful. He's really bad uh, because like his thing is like again, like he would be a great entry. I mean, here's the thing with the five fucking kangaroos, you need different personalities. You yes. really you need like mm-hmm. they even say when they how introduce- about how about a personality that'd be cool <laughs> yeah just one and you can fucking share it between the five of them. I got a question about these things are these are like dogs or something because they don't really talk they just stand there and go blah, 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 and I assume you have to walk these things well because <laughs> well, they, they they say the one the metal one hasn't talked in years I'm like none of these things talk and if they talk it's inconsequential and when they do like, talk. There's no like distinct like if one of them sounds like Megatron. <laughs> yes. And like the other three are so indistinguishable. I was just like, okay, yeah, one of them's talking, I guess. <laughs> exactly. And they say, like, oh, the fire one, he's kind of a trickster. This one does this one's very loyal. I'm like, how about who's a party dude? Who's the leader? Who does machines? These are the things I need to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yun, I think Yun is exactly the leader. Right. Because he's got the sword. Mm. Yeah, he's Leo. He's for sure Leo. Yes, and he's he's reluctant in this pursuit, but he eventually comes around and gets his stones back or whatever, <laughs> whatever this movie is about. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, we are we are explained all this through uh, the character of Master Chung, who's played by Chow Li Shi, who's also in Big Trouble in Little China. Um. And it's just it, the reason I, I hate this kid character more than anything is because like 95 percent of his lines are just questions that require expository. Answers. Yes. And it's the absolute laziest garbage writing. Like he's just like, what are the ruse? What are the elements? What's <laughs> fighting? I mean, he's, he's, he's also just a brat. Like yes. once uh, w- once we get into it here, like he gets very bratty very quickly. Mm-hmm. Well, because he's got Don't an attitude, like right? Because they're they yeah. keep calling him like the newcomer, and he's like he's like first of all, my name's not newcomer. The name is Ryan Jeffers, <laughs> and at that point, the cat one of the kangaroos, right? Well, I guess it's just the lady kangaroo mm-hmm. uh, needs to take him and. Bury his face in her fucking pouch and smother him. <laughs> because I, I just can't even. And there's no reference to pouches in this movie. By the way, Big there, problem. There's a, there's a line that's like, newcomer, well, he's a little small to be a newcomer. And I'm like, how, wait, how, how? I think newcomer is supposed to be, and again, this movie does not do any of this work, is like the chosen one, the one that's prophesied or whatever. Because like, oh, the newcomer. Like, newcomer just means like. To be a, a big guy. <laughs> yeah, well, we just ape in Star Wars again because it's like stormtrooper, a little mm. small, short to be a stormtrooper. I, I, obviously, that's a stretch. But like, why does a newcomer need to be tall? 
One day there shall come a newcomer who will be six foot five with the widest of asses. <laughs> Fear the dump, newcomer. A dump truck ass that wouldn't quit. The newcomer <laughs> is coming. The newcomer with his wide, juicy ass. You'll be like, wow, that guy's built like a refrigerator, but you will not be able to not look at his ass. <laughs> Just dragging it around. Showing it to everybody. Sensually dripping. <laughs> You cannot, you sir, are no newcomer. Look at that little, look at that little bottom you have. The newcomer has the largest of asses of possible. Your butt can quit, but the newcomers couldn't. Everyone instantly is able to recognize the legitimate newcomer, for when you lay your gaze upon that juicy behind, you shall know the newcomer has arrived. Man, I would love a giant, like a little kid falls into the portal, and then he comes out like a giant guy with a huge dump truck ass. It'd be fucking great. Oh, it's Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> <laughs> I am the newcomer. Look at all these rooms. Oh, dude, that guy wants to go to the fucking magical land of town and fucking escape prosecution. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Do you tax people here in town? <laughs> oh, I live here now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like whatever. And like, yeah. He, oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Please. Wait a second. Because here's the line. It's the biggest fucking Star Wars ripoff line. This, this seals the deal that these people are just aping Star Wars left and right. Uh, Master Chung has a line here when, right when he's about to explain all of their little, uh, like elemental powers, he goes, "They use the force Uh (laughs) of nature's elements." Like Uh the delay between force and of nature's elements, you could fit a fucking truck to it. But that's that's the thing, too. (laughs) They do, like, yes, if I'm water, you're fucking wind or whatever. They barely use those elements in these movies. They don't. They don't do fucking shit. The fire guy like <laughs> like makes his hand a lighter at one point. Like no, dude, his, yes, yeah, his yes. thumb, not even the hand, just the fucking thumb is the lighter. And Come that's on, fucking disturbing. What happens with finger play on with that guy? I don't, I don't want to know. You wouldn't want Gets to. Gets a little toasty, dude. <laughs> yeah, the fucking wood guy's just a stiff piece of shit. <laughs> the only thing they do is throw a hula hoop on a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is the big action scene of this movie that they have is descending that little like spiky tunnel and then yeah throwing a <laughs> that's all they do we yeah so we find we come to find out that angus mcfadden komodo is a guy here's a guy that he goes <laughs> to every what is it life spring and yeah. life spring that's correct and gobbles it up to live forever yeah. And he's got all these soldiers, all these bald, goateed soldiers mm-hmm. that that serve him night and day, including Commander Grillo or whatever. Yes, this oh, guy is a General yes. Grillo. General, General Grillo. Don't you remember General Grillo when we were friends in high school? You belong <laughs> on our side, dude. When yeah, they, what is that shit? When they start appealing to the better natures of General Grillo, I was like, I need to leave my own home. What are you talking, General about? Grillo? Uh, um, Chris Cabin, correct me if I'm wrong on this, or mm. anyone else who's seen this movie. I just know that Chris has. But the guy playing General Grillo is he? 
the buddy in Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer? Yes, that's a, on his so. IMDb. Oh wow, that's a oh, great is it? Movie. Oh, okay, yeah, I think that's him. Yeah, he's he's what's his face's friend. Uh, of course, what's his face? Yeah, Michael Rooker's buddy. Yeah, this General Grillo guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he was quite good in that movie like disturbingly good in that movie and he's just not here by the way also lee arenberg from seinfeld and pirates of the caribbean is another one of these that was him right yeah Yeah. the the guy gets stuck in the trunk yes that's jerry seinfeld's a real phony all these bald goatee dudes that are komodo's beck and call and including some other lady who has claws for hands who is so ill-explained barbiturates what's her name Oh yeah, she. she <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I see. I see it right here. It says barbiturates. Uh, oh. It's uh, Lady Rest Strike. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, this lady. Oh. Fuck, this lady got lost on the bus to Outworld, and she wound up here. Bar- <laughs> she's like Barbarote Barbarotius. Yeah. is her name. Uh, and she's like, hey, she seems, whatever. She seems to be his number two. I guess. Look, what, and I guess like possibly romantically linked to him also. Yes. What what do you remember Robert McKee's book? You want to have a character that nobody knows how to say their name. <laughs> yep, that's a key. Yeah. That's a cue to character. It makes them more interesting. It makes you. It's a seductive trait. Uh, Michael J. Anderson's character, by the way, uh, one letter off. So I'm just <laughs> calling him this anyway. Stu's, this dude's name in this movie is Mudflap. Yep. Okay. Mudlap. It's, it, it's actually Mudlap, but <laughs> yeah, it's actually even worse. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because that just makes you think like a dog, like lapping up mud or something. Like that wasn't just like that's just like the laziest. Like uh, I don't know. What do we want to call these characters? Um. Pidge fud. <laughs> Everything uh-huh. seems like a placeholder. Yeah. Uh, how about a boar mutt? Listen, well, guys. it's like it's it's the naming of these characters is like lazy willow, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, these sound yes. like garbage willow reject names. It is hard. It is easier to connect a a left ventricle to the bl- to uh <laughs> to the arm than it is to write a character's name. You know, it is. Uh huh. It's true. We should say also that what they're doing here with these life springs is Komodo is mining an element that is in them called Zubrium. <laughs> and Zubrium, Zubrium, ladies and, and gentlemen, and you hear about this? You hear about what? this? Zubrium? <laughs> Zubrium is keeping him alive indefinitely? Yeah. Okay. Well, it, yeah. I don't understand exactly. Is it like a, a, a liquid or is it like a metal he eats? It's it, whatever you want it to be, dude, because they don't fucking tell you, I don't think. It's so, like the Earth. Whatever you choose. The Earth is producing its own, like, adre- adrenaline gland or something that the rich eat. <laughs> Ooh, oh, you're talking about adrenochrome. He's, yes, he's getting yes, adrenochrome. Yes, okay. yes, yes, exactly. That's what this whole movie's about. Okay, it's about adrenochrome. Okay, I you just have to say it like that. Zubrium or whatever the fuck it's uh, called. No, no, it's adrenochrome. Okay. In the, in the <laughs> magical land, we call it something different. Sure, fair. <laughs> Hi, this is Barbara from Dr. Law's office. Yeah, we're... We're going to have to cancel your Monday appointment. Dr. Law is going to be making a movie about five mystical kangaroos <laughs> for about six months. Wait, uh, you mean Dr. Law, my surgeon? Or It sounds like you're talking about Dr. Claw. <laughs> yeah, he's go- yeah, it's a movie that but, he's going but, to be but, writing and but, producing. Now, but, but my cancer. I'm, I'm sorry. Dr. Law is very busy. These kangaroos now, need to be written. Now, Miss, Miss Miller, I, I, I have to tell you. 
it is actually much more difficult for me to be on a movie set than for me to be operating on your husband's heart. Right, yes. He could he could cure your loved one instantly, but he's he's working very hard on a movie right now. Whatever you got Dr. Law's is on easy. set. <laughs> oh my god. It's just the dumbest. <laughs> so that's movie. our episode, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, because again, this is when the movie becomes total mush. Like there's yeah. backs and forths and traitors and so on and so forth. And it just, it all looks like shit and it all yeah. sounds like nothing. Also, I think there's kind of like some, some bad crawl elements. I love crawl, oh, but I feel like some yeah. of the artistic designs here, like I think in the court of, let me look at my notes. Komodo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's the name. So in Komodo's court, I feel like there's even like a glaive like embla- emblazed on the floor. Yes. Well, I was also thinking too, now that when you said crawl too, the other thing was like all of the like armor and shit that Komodo's dudes are wearing for whatever reason yeah. also kind of looked a little crawl esque to me. Definitely, yeah. I, I would absolutely say that. Yeah, and there's uh, I would say the only uh, the next major thing is fucking uh, 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 McFadden uh, getting the kid and being like. You know, if you just turn on the kangaroos, I'll make you Joe Montana. <laughs> I, you, you'll be a football player forever. What does that mean? <laughs> How would you do that, sir? How I, does this guy yeah. know what football is? I think he just thinks like, yeah, you could uh, put your foot up, start kicking around some dude's testicles all you want. <laughs> Your football <laughs> player. Yes, you could be the next. Uh, let me see this. Deion Sanders? Yes, that sounds right. Deion Sanders. Hold on. Let me open Wikipedia in the other dimension real fast. <laughs> I mean, listen. Here's here's the reality, Ryan. Okay? Even if you didn't have your leg brace, you're not making that football team, dude. <laughs> no. I, you know, I don't know. Go start at the fucking mighty might level and then we yeah. can see. He's, but like, you're not playing high school football. Five live, foot one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we live in a culture, though, like, or at least we used to. This word, and it, people don't know where we live in the decaying American empire where people used to say, you could do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You work hard. Ryan, you start doing those plays. You start running those gauntlets. You're going to become whatever you want. And it's just, frank- it's frankly, a crock of shit. It, 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 would, it would be hilarious <laughs> if instead of being able to like walk around easily and like having a good leg and everything, he just gets credit for the play. Like it's just people walking up and being like, "Good job on that play." Hey, good job on that play. Hey, good. Job. And he's just happy, like bright smile. That would make well, some I mean, here's, sense. Here's yeah. the, I mean, here's the thing, right? Like, clearly, the kid knows the game of football. He's able to identify some of the strategies that the other team are using on defense, and you know, creates a play that works. You know, what? he could be a coach. You know what? Mm-hmm. Like that could work out. Like you obviously have a grasp of the game. Like. Maybe take that angle, but sure. like, yeah, yeah. brace or no, you ain't getting on that fucking football team. You could buddy. also be like a tailgate attendee, <laughs> <laughs> right? You could just be a fan of the game too, yes. or maybe That's that, right. or maybe the double murdering assassin football player. Oh, of course, what, what else is cool? You could throw on that space <laughs> like, marine. Yeah, maybe chef. <laughs> Chef's a cool thing to be these days, right? I, 
sure. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Anderson, do not raise your voice. I'm sorry, Dr. Law. I don't care if your transplant isn't taking. Dr. Law is very busy researching football for his kangaroo movie. <laughs> researching you know, uh, football. You know, uh, reading about football is a little harder than operating <laughs> on someone. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm going to be very honest with you, uh, Mr. <laughs> Turgut. Like the, the the reason I was I was researching what a person and a bull together would look like <laughs> when I was the night before doing your. I didn't mean to leave the scalpel in your wife. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Yikes! That's yeah, a what flaw. I'm trying to say is I was trying to transform you into some type of bull-like creature. <laughs> Because I thought your wife looked like a rhino, and I thought maybe you two could fucking bump uglies. So I guess the whole idea here, like the such as it is with this plot, is they need to get this manuscript because if it's in the hands of Komodo, that's bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. But if if it's in their hands, it will is for somehow be able to allow the warriors of virtue to finally mm. do what they have been unable to do in the past is is finally defeat komodo and rid him of their land and bring peace back to the life spring or <sighs> something close to that exactly. and a thing you could do if you were writing a good movie is explain how big this world is because it seems like it's about a mile wide yes yes yeah just, i mean Ch it's is just it's a little bit bigger than my parents garage when we first <laughs> see the ewok village the music is like the grandeur and it's like this sucks <laughs> the music it really does. pumps it you up in this movie that, sucks and it's just like what <laughs> Yeah. Can I match? tell you guys what I this seems to be a good time to point out what I thought this movie actually was and I kept waiting for it to happen and I think it took me way too long to realize it wasn't going to happen. I thought this movie and it the film actually to my credit hints at this for 2 seconds and it's a better idea and then they drop it entirely. I thought this was a movie where this kid goes to this world, he meets these fucking things, and then something happens and all of these mystical creatures come into the real world. And it's like oh, fish out of water. Yep. It, it's a little more Ninja Turtles-esque in that way, right? Because there is a line where Komodo is like, and it's it's so poorly handled, but it's like he somehow understood, like he's got the manuscript at one point and he's like, hey, by the way, General Grillo, uh, I know that there's another dimension and maybe we should try to go there because maybe there, there might be more life springs that we could, uh, yeah. you know, take advantage yeah. of. Like mm -hmm. that's, that's something. That's, yes. That's what should have happened. Right. This Fuck. like garbage fantasy land where it is clearly just a soundstage, mm -hmm. which it never once feels like you're outside and i'm not against fantasy lands but if you don't got that budget fucking pull the cord and just show <laughs> yep. me fucking suburbia with komodo walking around weirdly yes. that's a good point 100 percent. and like the what they try to put they spend so much time with yun dealing with murdering this guy that we never met <laughs> we never even see what he looks like for we crying out loud hear about him at all besides that yun killed him in cold blood <laughs> and now yun is too sh ashamed that he took this life that he won't pick up the sword again and he's kind of an outcast with his other rue buddies and, and it's really tough and then he says okay fine fuck it i'll do it yep <laughs> That's yep. it. That's how. Yep. That's that's the big fucking reveal. Fuck it. I'll do it. 
he decides to shed the last last remnant of humanity or rumanity <laughs> or whatever it is. Rumanity! Oh, the rumanity indeed. <laughs> and just become a cold-blooded killer. You know, I consider I mean, myself a rumanitarian. <laughs> Uh, I'm so glad, you know, we have this podcast. It's nice to work in the rumanities. Uh, <laughs> such as we do. Bat. Hey, Batman, you know we live in a rumanity. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's a sigh. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't yeah, work, work at all. <laughs> Hot dog dick. Here's the thing. <laughs> Saved cool. it. Oh, cool. wait, hold up. More rumen than rumen. <laughs> oh, yep. There it is. <laughs> But, like, you're totally right, because we're told, right, that this guy, you know, this kangaroo guy, Yun, yeah, murdered... It, it, by the way, let's just clarify, because it doesn't come out till later, and it doesn't even matter, but he murdered Alicia's brother. Yeah. Alicia, at one point, mentions, because she's talking to Ryan, and she's like, oh, yes, me and my brother lost our parents when we were quite small. And then he's like, oh, yeah, where's your brother? And she's like, he died recently. <laughs> uh, so you... you eventually know it but i shockingly put it together right away that is hilarious because i i I remember when yun was like it was a it was an accident so this is what happened (laughs) yun and all his kangaroo buddies were drinking and doing coke in the basement of their house playing ping pong and stuff a bunch of them left but yun wanted to keep drinking right Uh, which you do so yeah he left to go up to the corner store to get more beer hell yeah but but accidentally (laughs) The burner in the house was on, and and uh, Alicia's brother was sleeping upstairs, and oh. he burned to death. Oh, oh um, you man. know what? I'm blaming that on the fire, Rue. <laughs> yeah, and on Rue, his- Rue Chester by the sea. <laughs> yeah. And they're Yuns like fucking fixing light fixtures. <laughs> yeah, went, apartments. and went on the walk back singing uh, "More Than a Rumen to Me." <laughs> The, uh, at the end, Alicia is like, "I'm so sorry the way I treated you, Yun. I should have never <laughs> said those terrible things. <laughs> My kangaroo heart was broken. <laughs> My kangaroo heart. That sounds like that could be a good song. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, the, the whole thing that I was trying to say about this the, Ryan." talking this dude out of his funk i mean it's insane because we're told like oh yun will never get over this he he feels like he disgraced himself us warriors of virtue have a code we never kill uh he killed somebody and this kid gets him to get over this murder problem after having known him for five minutes like it's yes it's so bad it is so bad because well, he's just, like he's just passing like, this off as an acceptable how thing does to he do it he calls him a wimp yeah, he's like, come on, you <laughs> wimp. And he's like, well, uh, if you call me a coward, I guess I should get back to murdering. <laughs> well, that kid told me. Well, you know what? The kid's got a point. I don't have any honor left to disgrace. <laughs> Might as well keep killing. Well, well, you know, finding uh, character motivation is uh, harder <laughs> in a lot of ways than brain surgery. Uh, <laughs> in a lot of different ways. Uh, I'm not going to get into them now, but uh, it is, it's very difficult. No, no, I'm sorry. All four of them are busy. Yes, all four of them are working on the kangaroo movie. Listen, I am yes, sorry. Yes, even the, even the dentist, yes. <laughs> if, if you're, listen, gentle listener, if you're ever scheduled for surgery, first of all, I hope everything goes well. I, I, oh, for I, sure. I, I, I hope for the best for you. But if, the, if, if you're scheduled with a doctor law... <laughs> Fucking cancel that shit. Run for the hills. 
Yeah, you just better you better ask him if he's got any planned trips to Hollywood <laughs> before you book the surgery. Okay. Dennis K. Law, Ron Law, Christopher Law, and Jeremy Law. You see any of those names, you fucking run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can- canceled like <laughs> 70 appointments, sent like 10 people to death, essentially, <laughs> all to yeah. come to the idea that the baby says, do it already. <laughs> and, they, and they think that, and thinking of that line, and thinking of kangaroos, is harder than saving your life or whatever it was. My Lord, these people. (laughs) Doctors. Uh, There is a great thing where, so they, they, he gets you in to come back to the the village and everyone is freaking out that this dude returned and they're so (laughs) thankful. And it's, there is the funniest thing where it's like, Oh my God, Yun came back. Oh my God. That's so, thank you, Yun. And it's like, Oh no, don't thank me. Thank Ryan. And this whole creepy little village just starts going, thank you, Ryan. (laughs) Thank you, Ryan. There are multiple points at this. I think towards the end of the movie, it's like, well, really, Ryan, it was you that won that. It's just, yep. It's number, it's, it's insulting. Uh, you know what I just re- see this. You know what I just realized? <laughs> the guy who requested this in Indiana, his name was Ryan. Mm, I wonder so, why. Is that? Mm, interesting. A little Ryan mm. fan fiction for you, Ryan. Mm, in the magical land of Indiana. <laughs> what you got little fucking kangaroos? <laughs> what did everybody notice? Uh, because there is like there was a moment where it's like the five are back, and we're going to protect you from Komodo. What is with this Warriors of Virtue hand gesture that we've got here? Uh, it's a little too close to the old HH, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, us ruse had to go in hiding after the war. We took, <laughs> we took the toilet to Brazil, and then we took it further down into yeah. the fucking land of... <laughs> what is this? Tao, my friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. It was harder than surgery to remember that. <laughs> yeah, Tao... Tau is easier to say than Argentina. (laughs) (laughs) So the three of them, and I can't even tell you who, decide to just do some recon at at Komodo's place to see what the fuck's up, right? Mm -hmm. And they get captured pretty much immediately. Great. Great job, guys. (laughs) And this is when they go into the fan area and... (sighs) At least I know the metal ones there, because the metal one's the one with all the the rings. I almost said cool rings, but I stopped myself because it's not cool. Nice. <laughs> nope. Uh, not even not even ironically are these things cool, and they have to like stop fan blades to escape because it, it's basically a uh, uh, a rancor pit kind of a thing. Like what you would call Komodo's like goodbye ruse and shoves right, them down this yeah. hole. And Did you all catch what's going on here, though? Please. Did you catch what's going on here? It's like a blender. There is. So it's like it's first of all, um, this is the first instance of but General Grillo, don't you remember when we were once friends? Which is hilarious. But the way that they start falling down this thing is the floor opens, and this is some grade A garbage CGI. Oh right yeah. Oh, I mean big time. this movie looks and sounds like shit top to bottom, but it has very little actual like CGI floating around in it. Right here, this floor, look out below. It yeah. is terrible. This is like a late 90s video game cutscene. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Dude, you could see this on Nintendo 64. Uh, Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. I could hear that you're in terrible pain, but they have to work on General Grillo's backstory. All of them, <laughs> all four of them need to do it. 
Look, if you wanted Dr. Law to deliver your baby, maybe you should have got knocked up at a different time of the year. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. Listen, Dr. Law says that looking at a, a flat line on the monitor here is easier than looking at an empty page on his word processor. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah I'm, looking, I'm looking at the surgery area right now. Yeah, yeah. They have a storyboarding uh, map going on uh, in the back. A lot of tacks and strings. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I think your son's going to die i'm sorry <laughs> start making arrangements uh, maybe we can find a toilet to flush them down maybe they'll go to a magical land don't book your son's funeral at the law funeral home because that brother is actually out writing a play right now <laughs> so they ain't gonna bury your dead kid i'm yelling at me you yell at me all you want ma'am you should have chosen less creative doctors okay i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> they're just very creative um, I will say, uh, what you call Angus McFadden? At some, I think it's this point when he shoves him down this hole. He's like, "Time for kangaroo stew," and I'm like, "Dude, sign me up for kangaroo stew!" FYI. Oh, absolutely! Oh, I would yeah. definitely eat any mammal on earth. Ooh, mm -hmm. really? You think kangaroos really? I think for I would sure, eat kangaroo not? stew for sure. Uh, well, what's even more so than monkey pizza? Monkey pizza is a little, a little too much. Still it's too a little, close. I close, can see yeah, that. Exactly. This is like this is like a dog. Yeah. Ah, we, but you're not eating a dog, dude. Uh, no, that but I know of. <laughs> I will. Steve Sadak, dog eater. <laughs> I, the kangaroo stew for sure, man. I, 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 stew I, it. It sounds good. It's got rich, you, rich as spices. Americans, kangaroo so burger, I say. Burger oh, over, over stew. Fucking ground that well, fucker up. Listen, here, let's just, we'll do this. We'll get a little feedback. We have a nice, uh, you know, ever growing uh, audience down under, right? You fuckers eating uh, kangaroos down there, what? No. Right into the We Hate Movies mailbag. Yes. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Right into that if you are from down under and you have experience with eating kangaroos. Also, let's put up a poll on our Twitter for that'll run for a week. It's at WHM Podcast on Twitter. Let's put the poll up and see if you would eat kangaroo meat. Absolutely. Ooh, I like it. I like it. So we can continue dragging out references to this movie <laughs> <laughs> for, as, for as long as possible. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, and that whole thing with them dropping through this spike shaft, it looks terrible. And this is definitely where you, if they're in a sticky situation like this, this is where you need those brilliant Ninja Turtle one-liners. Like, yes, you need these, yes. these things to have some sort of rapport with each other. It's just like, oh, no, we're going to be chopped up. <laughs> No, we're not. Exactly. Like then because the the you can make one that's a nervous one and he's like, Oh no, we're gonna get chopped up. And then the cool one's like, I guess it's time for some fucking kangaroo salad. You know, this is something you could do, <laughs> yeah. Law Brothers. Yep. Yeah, all the Absolutely the little shout outs they give each other like make no sense. It's like, is your spirit okay? <laughs> get your hair up. I mean, I need someone to check in on my spirit. It's been a fucking year of quarantine. Please ask me if my yeah. spirit's okay. <laughs> I think I, mine is gone and been replaced. I, mm. That's my working theory. <laughs> I think my spirit was replaced by the spirit of a kangaroo, honestly. <laughs> that sounds why, delicious, dude. That's why you don't want to eat them. <laughs> dude, actually, holy shit. Now you just inspired. I, I got to get a note to David Cronenberg as soon as possible. Uh, or maybe Brandon, actually. He's doing more interesting stuff these days. But... A movie where one of us idiots, right, is like, oh, yeah, kangaroo stew. Let's eat a kangaroo. And then they eat the kangaroo, right? It's Maybe uh. it's a burger. Maybe it's a stew. Maybe it's on a pizza, whatever. We'll figure it out later. 
uh, or when the Law Brothers uh, team up on the screenplay <laughs> with us. And so here's what happens, right? He eats the kangaroo, and then this motherfucker starts turning into a kangaroo himself. Mm. And this is where it gets Cronenbergian, right? The first thing to develop, it's just a dude that just starts getting a patch, Ugh. just a pouch, like a gooey kangaroo yes, pouch. Yeah. Nice. It's yes. like, oh, fuck, I'm turning into a kangaroo. He starts watching this movie and Kangaroo Jack <laughs> nonstop for some reason. Oh, fucking dip into my pouch. Not yeah, good. dude, he's like st- he starts jumping all over the place. He's boxing people, you know. Nah, nah, Mrs. Allen, I'm sorry. I think your daughter is curtains for her. <laughs> See, they're starting to think about opening up a kangaroo restaurant. <laughs> I don't know what exactly to tell you. I th- th- they they aren't paying me. I think I'm gonna leave today for the. I've been here for three weeks without pay, and I think I'm gonna leave now. They're no, talking about making kangaroo steaks. I don't know what that means. Yes, it's going to be filled with memorabilia from their kangaroo movie. Okay, they have a bunch of it. Nobody wanted. Hello, it. Uh, hello, Planet Hollywood. Yeah, it's Ellen from the the Doctor's Law Office. Um, yeah, we're gonna need all of that Warriors of Virtue memorabilia back. We're opening up our own sort of like fun little kitschy kangaroo themed kind of diner. So we want to decorate the place with the stuff that we gave you guys. So we just need that. But ba- oh, what's that? Oh, you threw it immediately in the garbage. <laughs> oh, got it. No, no, Mrs. Ellen. Yeah, yeah. I, they, they're going to call it Kangaroo Jacks. I told them <laughs> that that movie was not that popular when it came out. They are insistent that that's going to be the name of their kangaroo restaurant franchise. They were talking about three of them. I really, I've lost all will to live. <laughs> Here's a question. Um, which uh, kangaroo-centric movie do you think is more loved by the 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 film going public this or kangaroo jack uh, like what has more watches I, you know what? what has more like dvd purchases kangaroo jack i think people know at least in the united states more than this yeah uh-huh. and you got yeah. you got your uh, what do you call it there uh, uh anthony anderson anthony anderson mm-hmm. and yep. you've got who's very popular uh, jerry o'connell is marginally popular you know <laughs> that's true that's true was anybody of note voicing kangaroo jack i guess is the question my understanding and i've never seen the movie i think he doesn't talk really except for oh. one dream sequence I oh is that true. right can i tell you there is one there is precisely one time uh I, and i remember this shockingly pretty vividly we tried to watch that at the old astoria place and i was lit and mm-hmm. i when i tell you i think i fell asleep on your guys couch like before the fucking kangaroo even showed up <laughs> like that is how fast i passed out you know during that, movie. that makes sense because i don't remember this either at all <laughs> kangaroo jack voice uncredited adam garcia mm. all right so nobody uh whoa, whoa, here, the, nobody oh, is, whoa, whoa, oh. nobody you're, yeah. you're calling the man who played Kevin O'Donnell in Coyote Ugly? Nobody? <laughs> Are you calling the man who played Italian fan in Murder on the Orient Express? Nobody? Yes, yes, I am. Uh, Andrew is as well, but yes, I am too. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's done more than say, me. That, I'll say sure. that much. To, to give this movie... A little bit of nice, just a little bit of something. Okay. I'm trying to save my own my own kangaroo soul here. Around here is where Komodo like runs in screaming, totally fucking coked out. He's getting his dick sucked by a ghost or something. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and he starts fighting. He starts fighting with Master Chung. And the fight scene that these two guys have is actually, I think, pretty cool. Okay. 
Do, do yes. any of you remember the fight scene? Uh, I, I, very uh, not very barely, but I, yes, I kind of do. I do have a note. It lasts though. a really long time. We're jumping on like different platforms yes. and stuff. Yes. It's it's exciting. It's, not it's, bad. A, it's at least it's something. I do have a note though that you can't use negative kung. You have to use positive kung. Mm. Is that anything? Yeah, I'm like uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna touch that. I don't because I don't know if it is or not because it's a movie with talking kangaroos in it. So I don't know. You know, <laughs> wait, wait. You up need, is down, left oh, is right, dude. This is interesting. This is actually harder than performing any type of surgery. <laughs> it says you need to positive kung to have the power to do the right thing. Hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. And this is good Kong. I, I will say, you know what? Huh. Uh, a Forge and Fire fan here. I like Komodo's sword. It's a good looking sword. You know, it's got a cool hook on it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is a little hook sword. Yeah, right. I, I like a hook That's sword. Something. Uh, he does. Now, what, what, do you think the, what do you think the tang on that would be? <sighs> you want to go for a through tang there because uh-huh, you don't uh-huh, want the uh-huh. scales on the, on the handle to break. Got it, right. got it, got it. That's good to know. Good note. Good. Note. No, 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 yeah. I think your grandson's gonna die. You see, <laughs> they've just been watching Forge and Fire and eating Domino's pizza. It's like it, things are on fire in the office. I don't know why I'm still here. They uh, they forge their own scalpels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone tell this fake receptionist to stop answering the phone. <laughs> Uh, there is a thing in this fight, though, that was a massive laugh out loud moment for me is the um, barbiturate or whatever that lady's name yes. is. She she goes after Ryan and he falls over and he grabs a bunch of shit looking mud and shoves it in this woman's mouth. <laughs> Ooh, yes. That did it for someone. Great moment in film history. At what point... <laughs> So then uh, Master Chun gets killed here, and you get to see those uh, beads finally hit the floor. Dude, this old bastard gets fucking bodied by this guy. It's amazing. He drops like a column on him. Is he like he like cuts his head open or something? It's you don't see it, but there's like a scar well, on a, his face. Well, there's a weird like uh, like Komodo uses his sword, I think, to cut right through like a big like cement column or something. And it totally like falls on him. I think. Yeah, yeah. that sounds. It familiar. all looks terrible, <laughs> absolutely terrible. But that's what I understood it to be: was this column kind of fell on him, and he maybe got a head injury or something. Uh, but yeah, this dude eats shit right here. He's like whispering something to Komodo about like, you know, you should probably start thinking about being a good guy. Okay, bye. And I think at this point, Ryan is kidnapped and brought back to Komodo's. Where he's like sort of pseudo sexually tortured by Marley Shelton for a second there, right? Dude, mm-hmm. Alicia is really hooting out in this scene. I mean, this it's it's like not a movie that should have sexuality in it nope. at all. Zero. And then all of a sudden, like, here comes this bountiful bosom. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what movie is this? And this kid, this kid is pulling multiple get a good look stanzas he absolutely is i caught this kid sneaking a peek yeah mm-hmm. you know actually sneaking a peek is a little harder than performing <laughs> search <laughs> these fucking people i'm sorry just wow what a movie thank you ryan in indiana but they <laughs> but yeah at this point she explains that yes he, uh you killed my brother therefore i can't I, I spit on the floor when I see a kangaroo. Now I fucking can't stand the sight of kangaroos. Um, and she would eat them. She would eat them. 
deliciously. And he at- starts freaking out. This kid, this kid right here starts acting like this is his Al Pacino moment. <laughs> He's screaming at this woman. He's like, you set me up, Alicia. You said you were my friend. You broke my heart, Fredo. <laughs> I do love that everyone betrays this kid. <laughs> over yeah. and over. Yep. His mother, mm-hmm. Komodo, <laughs> Alicia, Master Young, or uh, Master Chung, rather. Um, and this this is where Komodo starts sort of teasing him with this, like, you know, I'm pretty all-powerful. Yeah. If we take the manuscript back to the real world, let's go home with your new leg. <laughs> you know, he's really trying to sell this kid on, like, maybe making the football team. And um, at this point, I think that he try he tries to kill the kid, uh, and uh, Alicia stops him because she let her heart grows to repeat three sizes. And then Barbiturates kills her, and I'm like, yes. who's even on Wu's side anymore? And then and then Komodo kills Barbiturates, and I'm like, <laughs> who's anyone anymore? Who's good? Who's bad? I guess I do. Part of me, part of the fantasy reader in me, I know this doesn't really apply to anything, but like this whole like dark emperor that uh, Angus McFadden is kind of trying to play here and the whole like the court turning on each other would be something if this was written better. I'm sorry. It's not it's 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 not as easy as surgery, but (laughs) if this was written a little bit better, it might have been an interesting turn. Maybe, but like he has to have some menace, and it's just he, yeah. he's like a lead singer for a prog rock band. Yeah, like it's not, it's not like it, it's just kind of dancing around and screaming. He's having too much fun. I was actually fun. thinking, Cabin. He kind of, in some scenes, uh, Angus McFadden kind of looks like Gerard Way. Yes, like yep. just the little, the littlest bit. The reason also that Komodo starts attacking this kid and trying to kill him is because he's like, "Oh, you're like the chosen one, so you're the only one that can actually read." from the manuscript you're the only one that can see the text on the manuscript tell me what it says read the words and this kid just goes shit happens oh and they're like shit happens shit happens shit happens i cannot believe and he like freaks out we get at least five shit happens and somehow this is pg Mm. i don't know about that not okay. Not all right. I, I think slap a 13 I... on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is sort of, I guess, Komodo then goes to confront all of the warriors of virtue and splits in five. Uh, didn't see this coming because I had no idea what, what even happened. Well, I mean, he's been kind of shown as like being a mage-esque figure. So I guess sure. doing all these doppelgangers is something. I don't know. You got General Grillo in the gang. Get them going. Yeah, but yeah. What's the Grillo gang up to? If you're trying to present this guy as magic, though, you don't got the money to make it look good. I guess <laughs> doppelgangers. Well, this is this so, is this is where the plague of wet blood happens, where like they're all getting their ass kicked by Angus McFadden, and, and like yeah, they just they cut to them and they've got like bloody nose, but like it's much wetter than it should be. I'm sorry, oh, yeah, dude. much wetter than thin and wet. I don't like it. Yeah, it's. It's a bad, it looks like, you know what it looks like, Chris? Like if you're doing, um, like if you're painting and you, you've got like red paint on your paintbrush and you're like, oh, I'm going to wash off this paintbrush here. Just give me a second. <laughs> yeah. and, and you put it like in a little jar of water. The color of that like pseudo reddish water, that's what this blood looks like. That's the fucking consistency of it. It's so well, lazy and terrible. I was just shocked to see these kangaroos bleed. Yeah, I, me too. I did not. We I did not think we would get there with this movie. So it's kind of appreciated. I believe the turtles bleed in that first movie when they get the shit kicked out of them by the shredder. 
Am I wrong? I think you're right. Remember. I think you're right. Yes. I um, think there's a scene where what like someone's healing in a tub. Or yeah. Bring, oh well, that's that's Raphael. Bring Raph some food. <laughs> when we do that episode, uh, when we do that episode, finally, are you going to start crying, Steve? I when will. I am. Okay. I am literally as I, and uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you know you're aware of this. I'm staring at all four Ninja Turtles right now, and it's great. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome, so, dude. Yeah. Uh, so turtle soup out of the question for you. We're oh no, absolutely. Kanger- We're Fuck talking those about guys. <laughs> oh, you would eat. You would eat turtle soup. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, well, it, it sounds. I mean, that was the thing that was like, huge in the twenties and stuff. And now you can't get it anymore. And now that makes me even more interested to eat it. Yeah. Yeah, but aren't like listener? I would eat you. Of- you put mayonnaise <laughs> on you. I would eat you. Absolutely. I think the thing with turtles, and this might also go for kangaroos. I don't know, but like, aren't at least some kinds of turtles and some kangaroos like endangered? At least that, isn't that yes, part of yes. it? Yeah, oh, I'm sure. I'm not makes, saying any of this is moral or okay. Yeah, it just makes oh, them taste it. better when they're endangered. <laughs> yeah, come on. I mean, there is nothing better than a deep fried dodo. They're delicious. <laughs> what, they're fantastic. That's why they're gone. Yeah, because they were so good. I mean, here's the thing. You know, we're talking about how Komodo split into five people. And is now fighting them all in a separate scene that actually feels like the same scene because all the kangaroos look the same yep. and he's dressed exactly the same. So it's all one thing. Mm-hmm. But we're forgetting the absolute worst line in this movie that kicks this whole thing off. Oh. Where oh, wait, I I where where Komodo sees them come in and he wants to pick the fight uh. and he goes, Warriors, come out and play. Woo. Oh, kiss my ass. Oh, kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. Kiss my awful, ass. So awful, did, awful. Co- so did Komodo like live in America in yep. the 1970s and <laughs> yep, then yep. saw that great movie and then fell in the hole? Is that what happened? And they started sucking up <laughs> like that's what happened. Maybe I think what happened, dude, was he went and saw the Warriors, right? And then this bully was like, hey, we <laughs> just saw a great gang movie. It's time for your initiation. And they were trying to make Komodo, whose real name at the time was just Greg, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Greg Johnson. And Greg Johnson was trying to cross the same pipe path. He fell in the fucking toilet, and now he's Komodo. That makes sense. But yeah, he did see yeah. the Warriors in theater. I, <laughs> I do think it would have been nice if Komodo had like five, like somehow glass Pepsi bottles on <laughs> yes. his fingers while yeah. he's doing it. Yep, sure, dude. Absolutely. There is some weird in the uh, Alicia uh, getting a little sexy scene. There's a weird thing where Komodo is like, okay, like you got me this kid. Now here's what you've been waiting for. Here's your reward. And it's like, a bottle of like fuck juice. Yes, or something? I want to like, know what that thing sh- is. Mm. It looks like a dildo. First of yes, all, it looks it really straight does. up like a dildo. The Bad Dragon Productions for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then, and then she's like she's like drunk and horny like instantly. <laughs> I don't know what that shit. was. that's a whole that you know that was that was the one brother that was like, why don't we make it a little dirty? <laughs> Oh, Dennis, stop it. This is a kid's movie. <laughs> Look, yes. I, the Law Brothers only make family content. Yes, I know we bankrupted <laughs> all of our practices writing this beautiful script together. But, like, honestly, wasn't it worth it for little, like, pieces like this horny juice? <laughs> you know, they should rename practices to perfects because I don't want to be a part of a practice session here. <laughs> I'm going to take that on the uh, road soon. (laughs) I do think, I honestly think, 
writing this movie does break their Hippocratic oath for sure. I of think course, that, that is this does harm because it does a lot yes, of harm. Yep. Yep. It's straight up harm. They have done so much harm. <laughs> Licenses revoked, fellas. Get a new position. Just not screen screenwriter. So this is the end of the movie, which is so muddy and confusing. Because like, sure. like you said, because there's five fucking kangaroos. They all look the same. They're all covered in blood uh, fighting five <laughs> Angus McFens. And somehow Ryan sacrifices himself something, something. And all the medallions, which I didn't know were a thing up to this point, merge. And now we're Mighty Morphin Ma- Power Ranging a little bit. Sure. Yeah, right? it is slightly confusing. I think what the deal is, is because there is also a Master Chung force ghost that kind of comes in gotcha. for a second. And he's because this kid's crying. It's a, I was laughing at this little kid. He's all upset in tears. He's like, how can I help the ruse? Great line uh. for Andrew to be laughing at. Uh, but yeah, I think the whole thing is he's like, so listen, you know, if you know, when you take a life, you lose mm. part of your power. So if you're harming somebody, you're losing your power. So the kid distracts Komodo to use like his power against this kid, like killing him and thus like weakening his own life force, I guess. Uh-huh. And that allows the ruse to sneak in and fuck this dude up somehow. <laughs> anyway, his defenses are down. Anyway, that's what they told me before they left. This place is empty now. <laughs> I don't really understand it. I I don't want to see the movie when it's finished, but I'm going to go now. Goodbye. Oh, no, I can't save your son. I have no medical training. No, no, no. No, 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 ma'am. I'm sorry. I do know that Uh, there is a crematorium about two blocks that way if you just want to drop him off there. But, you know, I could turn his dick into a hot dog if that helped him. (laughs) Some testicle meatballs there, babe. See what you like. Uh, <laughs> there's a weird thing, and I think actually this one very confusing line in this movie may lend credence to the theory that uh, Komodo was actually just Greg Johnson in the 1970s. <laughs> because there's there's a line where he's, I don't know if he's screaming at the kid or is he screaming at these kangaroos or what, but it's either a I'll see you in or go to hell yeah and just the idea that this guy komodo is even familiar with the concept of christian hell <sighs> you know i'm thinking I th- i'm thinking this is greg johnson uh-huh it's well, greg johnson yeah, from brunswick right. new jersey he, well, fell, he fell in the toilet because well, when they defeat him he turns into a nice version of himself i think who's confused idea. i think i think this goes back to the uh negative kong and the positive Kong, so if you knock the negative Kong out of him, he's just like amnesiaed? I guess it's so. It's kind of like the end of Ghostbusters 2 yeah. when Ray Stance and Janos Pohar are like nice again and, and they don't remember like what went down. Because yeah. he's also, apparently he has his memory wiped. He's walking around like, where am I? Yes. I don't, but, but I just, I you know what? Uh, this is a problem with the writing. I just, I don't want anybody walking around talking about my Kung. <laughs> whatever it happened i don't care if it's positive or negative just don't be talking about what my kung is it's really disgusting and don't talk about can, can i say, don't I, talk about slinging it either i went back and i turned on the subtitles because there was a scene where like the force ghost of master chung tells him about or, or maybe it's not the force ghost 
There's a force ghost. I think fake it actually out. turns out being Komodo in disguise. Yeah, yeah, this is an earlier moment where he's talking about the Kong, and I was like, I got to put on these subtitles because is this old guy? Are they talking about yep. Kong right now? <laughs> yeah. I was I was so certain they were saying, oh, you have to have positive come and not negative. Listen, cum. Ryan, when you get really excited, Ryan. <laughs> what's exactly. gonna come out of you it's either gonna be positive and negative and you know what you want to make it positive i want to go home <laughs> no you're not allowed this is the I mean, birds and the bees <laughs> God. now kung for me <laughs> oh man God. i just have a line that says wait magic medallions uh-huh. like honestly because oh this is where God. they do they yes. be the, like captain planet-esque like with our powers combined this is how they finally defeat him because yes. yeah it's just like oh wait should we use our power <laughs> yeah let's use our power sure and again yeah this has There's never a- been i mean maybe it was but i i thought i was paying attention i never heard about these medallions before this nope it never happened it didn't happen and if it, you could have done this 50 minutes ago and defeated komodo yeah before your master but died it, yeah yep exactly before, it, it could have been done in an afternoon before we measured kung <laughs> <laughs> There's a weird, I mean, and what happens to him, like, after those medallions do whatever, uh, it's a weird, like, a portal opens, and then this dude Komodo's, like, Ugh. melting, sort of, and then this is some bad CGI here, too. He turns into, like, F-grade Terminator liquid metal for, like, a split second, yep. and then explodes into light and disappears, and then, yeah, he comes around a corner later, like, just kidding, I'm here, I'm fine. Oh. I'm nice now. I do appreciate that the Roomen are like, hey man, like, <laughs> When Komodo's like, I'm lost. I don't know who I am or whatever. Like, where is my home? And the Roomen, to their credit, are like, this is your home, friend. Like, like let's let's rebuild yeah. a better society. Sure. In the ashes together. So I appreciate that little piece of companion from the Roomen. Yeah. Sure. I mean, and, and it, it, it happens with General Grillo, too. He they There's a line where some guy is like, one of the ruse is like, General Grillo, it is over. Join <laughs> us now in peace. Yes. And like, yeah, he gives up. The whole army of guys, like, they all take off their uh, General Grillo, you know, helmets you and shit. You don't, have to comp- you don't have to always put a, crush a man's head with a television set like you, all your crimes <laughs> in Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. <laughs> You can join us. Oh man! And then yeah, like the the one Yi who doesn't talk ever talks at the end uh-huh. and says thank you to Ryan, and he just the kid just kind of like bounces back into right where he left off. Like right when this kid is saying, "Let's make like Tom and Cruise." There's no like, "How are we going to get you back? We yep. have to do this." You know, the lightning's going to strike the clock tower at this time. Like nothing well, about how this kid's going to go back. Well, because he's dying or di- dead or something and everyone you know everyone thanks him and the one speaks and then all of a sudden he's just back in the moment before he even walked on the plank in the toilet factory right. so it's like what <laughs> mm-hmm. was that a fantasy because yeah. at first you're like oh you know maybe he's in a coma and whatever and this is a magical journey that he gets to go through but no it's before so it's like he just has like a weird moment I, uh, 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 yeah, uh, well, I was, don't know. I think he was slipped acid at oh, the uh, Chinese Ooh, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Ming, Ming didn't want to hit that soon, which annoyed him. But yeah, 
Well, while he was in Tao, he learned to not take chances. Mm. So he's like, I'm not going to do this now. Yes. I'm going to avoid this. And he was right to do that. <laughs> yeah, a- you're right. How does he come upon learning this lesson? That makes no sense. Great moral lessons right here in this movie. He, he, should, he should complete the journey across the pipe, take the spray can from Brad, and throw it in the toilet. Right? Like, that's the thing. Like, I'm not vandalizing or, my community. Or push Brad into the water pool Ooh, next to your yeah. father's corpse, and then they are <laughs> both dead, and then you run away. He goes home, and, the, you know, the mother gets home from work and is tucking him in, and she's like, how was your night? And this kid, man, god damn it, sucks. He just, he just goes, virtuous. And uh. she has to be like, she has to be like, how did you learn what that word is? <laughs> you know what I mean? Every Who taught ni- you that? Every night she comes home and is disappointed to find her son alive. That's kind of what's going yep. on. Oh, yeah. Ha, you yep. made it through another one, huh? You did, what did you do that Damn. bully told you to do? <laughs> <laughs> virtuous, huh? Uh, you, 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 you said virtuous. You had a good, okay. You know, have you ever tried drinking what's underneath the sink? <laughs> you know, it's it's a lot of tasty flavors down there. I uh, I didn't. Ke- I do not keep it locked. um the the kid also knocking this mom a little bit too she's like uh so did you sell a house tonight or what (laughs) and then she's like she's like yeah you know i sell i I sold 12 of them we're we're set for life now oh my god this upside down mortgage i'm in oh i'm so fucked i'm so fucking underwater i hate this kid he won't accidentally kill himself um yeah no i sold 12 houses hey why don't you stay with aunt jenny for a little while and don't knock on the door (laughs) oh and uh, ryan no funeral what nothing nothing Nothing. just don't worry about it Stay away from the kitchen for a while. <laughs> um, so then, like, this kid, you know, his buddy is his puppy, Bravo. You know, he's like, hey, Bravo, do you want to hear about Tao? And I, I wish the dog could talk in this moment and just be like, maybe tomorrow morning, Ryan. <laughs> Hoping that he will forget to tell him about it. Absolutely not. That sounds really stupid. You should stick to your medical career, Ryan. <laughs> oh, <sighs> Fuck, man! That is the end of this movie. What a well, it's a wretched undertaking. I have to say, awful. It's terrible. I, I didn't <laughs> enjoy. I just don't. I did not enjoy. So it. many, so many people had to say yes to this. <laughs> oh yeah, but a lot of people. A lot of people had to do it, and then there was a sequel five years after this. Oh yes, Chris, you said you saw this sequel, so I please did. fill us in. There was a, another one of these made in two thousand two, Return to Tao. Uh, and there's no kangaroos in it. What? There's Dude, there's what? footage from there's footage of the kangaroos from this movie used in the very of course. right in the beginning. But at so, the end, yep. they come back. Like most of it is grown up uh, idiot uh, Ryan um, <laughs> in China, like trying to like beat like another villain and like find what happened to the warriors. And then they come at the end. It, it's just a bunch of people. Oh, they turn just into, dudes. Yeah, it's they just a bunch of people? people. Yeah, it's just people. Interesting. So, do, does this mean Komodo won? Possibly. <laughs> I don't know. Is he? He's not addressed in the sequel. I imagine. I don't know. It like it, it. No, there isn't. Like, uh, there's not much of anything other than like the warriors are gone. We'll find the warriors in the last 15 minutes because of budgetary constraints. That probably shouldn't be in the script. Uh, 
But oh man, you left the line in about budgetary constraints. That's unfortunate. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a it's even it's somehow worse than this. Uh, and yeah, but wait a minute. So those the people at the end. So it's actually supposed to be like Yi and Yun and, oh, yeah. and all of the, the the stupid really the stupid metal rings. Some guy, some fat guys got them and is throwing them. <laughs> wait, so are the is there any explanation of like oh the curse was lifted or? Not, not really. Any, like, do they acknowledge that they're not like? Is because if it's, if it's the same kid, if it's Ryan, is he not like? Hey, why don't you guys look like kangaroos anymore? <laughs> well, there's all there's also some character that I assume is supposed to be the Alicia uh, uh, character, but her name's Amethyst, and like they have some history that I have no idea where it came from. Oh, well, wait, but Alicia eats shit in this movie. She's Why dead. is it the same person? Is she, so she's dead. So like, but like, there's somebody there who's like who knows him and is acting like what Alicia would be doing. Oh, weird. That's dumb. Wow, what a dumb thing. Who could? Who would have thought that there would have been a worse idea <laughs> than Warriors of Virtue? But it is indeed Warriors of Virtue too. Oof. What's the subtitle there? There's got to be something. It's just right? Return to Tao. Hmm. Oh yeah, Warriors of Virtue, the return to Tao. Here it is. Oh, oh, would you look at that? Directed by one of the fucking ace screenwriters of this. Oh, one. nice, dude. <laughs> what that a is, shock. That is a what little a easier than surgery, actually. You, you know, <laughs> actually liquidating your family savings in your house <laughs> and everything that your you know your great your your father and your mother left you to make a sequel. You know, that's harder than surgery. <laughs> Chris, can I ask you something now? Michael Vickerman, the director of this sequel, also mm -hmm. plays a character that's credited as Irish Muppet. Uh-huh. Do you remember this oh. character? It's actually credited as Muppet, M-U-P-P-E-T. Um, Weird. That does not stick out to me, but who knows? Mm -hmm. Well, because the well, here's something, though, right? Because the Ninja Turtles... At least in that first movie, right? Was Henson Workshop? The second one definitely was too, actually. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, God sorry, there's a Scottish Muppet as well. Okay. <laughs> oh, but but wait a second though. Th these terrible kangaroos are not uh, the Henson Company, right? No, they not at all. They couldn't. Not, they could not be. Oh, okay. They're the dentist okay. company. <laughs> Listen, I am not going to bother to ask if we would recommend this movie. Obviously, we would no, not. Right? No, slight, yeah. slight recommend. Oh, hold the phone! I think if you're 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 imbibing, it's kind of almost a fun mess. It is just wow. But but that you know, I like watching some bad movies. We got a bad movie podcast kind of here, or at least that was the origins. So it is. An onslaught of terrible, but it's kind of fascinating to watch. <laughs> I would, yeah, an onslaught of terrible. That is for the fucking poster, dude. Definitely. I disagree, but you know, to each their own. Um, I, sure. it just, it, it, I wish it was a little campier, a little weirder. I it just once you actually get to the 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 kangaroo place, it just gets really muddy, confusing, and less fun than I'd like it to be. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's it, a no, it, it's a no for me. It's it's and when I say light, I mean very yes. light. You have to be totally wasted, sort of like <laughs> I am right now. Uh -huh. <laughs> I mean, listen, if they had gone with my idea, which is also just a ripoff of the Masters of the Universe movie, right? Like, bring them into the real world, total fish out of water shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, 
That's that to me is something. If you have these kangaroos, you know, get that product placement in. You know what I mean? They're in a Burger King parking lot. <laughs> sure. You know, they're chowing down like, wow, whoppers, these are great. <laughs> give them give them personalities also. That's a that's that's something on the wish list. You gotta have these creatures with personalities. You know, maybe then there's a movie. Maybe that is what Warriors of Virtue, the return to Tao should have been. It should have been the return to wherever the shit America this kid is from, and you go from there. I don't know how they missed that, bringing these things into the real world. Well, yeah. That's the movie. You, and you just pay a little extra and have, like, MC Light do something like Rue Rap. Or, like, <laughs> Puff Daddy yes. gets something. I don't know. Depends on how much money exactly. the Law Brothers have. <laughs> I want to say also, just really quickly, because it's hysterical... And I, I tried to search around for it a little bit. Couldn't find too much on it. But on the Wikipedia page, under the reception section, um, so Gene Siskel, one, voted thumbs down and described Warriors of Virtue as, quote, generic junk made for the international action market, a cheap hybrid of Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles. <laughs> totally right on. There was another critic, Kale Klein, of the Carlsbad Current Argus. What? That apparently, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. sometimes you is that a like, kangaroo land? Is this where that's from? Is that a press from a spaceship? <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes newspapers have really dumb names, and this is one of them. The current Argus uh, was this person was so distressed in the press screening watching this movie, they actually vomited <laughs> in the screening room, which is incredible if true. I mean, Huge if true. true. Huge if true. I mean, there, <laughs> Huge if there's, true, yeah. there's disgusting rue men. There's talk about uh, hot dog penises. I could see yep. vomiting at this film. Absolutely. And like, <laughs> I, as I said, the wet blood, it's just disgusting. And like, <laughs> I, would vom- I could see vomiting at that alone. So I get it. I get it, buddy. Or what, uh, uh, Kevin Klein or whatever his name is. Kevin Klein, I wish. <laughs> Kevin Klein. I guarantee you. Kevin Klein has never seen this movie. I guarantee you. Uh, me and my wife, Phoebe, really did not care for uh, Warriors of Virtue. She held it together, but I threw up all over our living room. I was just going to say, he would be a beautiful man to watch throw up. That's all. That is Warriors of Virtue from 97, directed by Ronnie Yu. Uh, if you want more We Hate Movies, check out that Patreon. Patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. Uh, it is Listener Request Month, of course. Uh, so thanks, uh, first of all, to uh, Ryan in uh, Indiana there. Uh, thanks for this. And all the other folks that requested uh, this movie. But if you want more listener-requested content this month, head over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Movies. We have a We Love Movies episode. It's about three hours long on Goodfellas. Yep. A uh, little bit of a better film. <laughs> Just slightly. We <laughs> also have our brand new Walsh tier, the $10 tier. Uh, we've got a banger of the season finale of Beverly Hills 902, or the first season finale. Really good episode there. Peanut butter jealousy on Melrose Place. And for all you fucking maniacs, we're going to be talking a two-parter of a uh, of of an episode on Zack Snyder's Justice League, we're calling it the Snyder Sessions. We're really excited about it. We don't know what it is. We haven't seen it yet as, as of this airing. Yeah, we are recording this episode on March the third, so we still have uh, unfortunately fifteen days to wait until we can see this. <laughs> so many monstrosity. More, so many more sleeps till Zack Snyder. <laughs> That's right. And on the Gleep Glossary this month, we've got the Horse X-Wing pilot, uh, Hohas Equish, also known as Runt. 
I read today. I hope we we haven't we haven't uh, recorded that episode yet. I sincerely hope it is explained to us just how a horse fits in the cockpit of an X-wing. Oh, I I wish it were, but we'll. we'll oh we'll, no, nothing. God I damn. Didn't, in my my initial research, did not find if they reconverted the X-wing into some type of stable. <laughs> but uh, we will talk about it on the Gleep Glossary. But that's not all, folks. The next is we got two amazing TNG episodes back to back this month. Super exciting stuff. And they are literally back to back in the episode order. Which is, which is crazy, crazy that we pulled that out of a hat. And uh, also, uh, we're going back to Transformers for Animation Damnation. Carnage in C minor. That'll be exciting. Yes. I remember you were... Vivian, (laughs) don't you want to go to the symphony with me? They're playing Carnage in C minor. And because you, the listener, requested all this, I assume you're all signing up immediately. Of course. (laughs) That is right. Uh, Now, listener request month. It's just getting started, gang. We got a lot of of road to cover here on our travels, Steve. So what are we going to be talking about next week? Will it still be a movie from 1997? No, thankfully it won't be. Uh, We'll be talking about Poltergeist 2, The Other Side, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, yeah. Get ready for a little Craig T. Nelson. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Child, <laughs> what's her face? Zelda Rubenstein. Of course, she returns. She better. Uh, she fucking better. I'm, I'm, I'm actually. I have to say, I think Poltergeist Two is the title I'm most excited for because it is the most. It is the most of a movie. <laughs> any of these selections. Are. I've actually never seen it, so I will watch it and then I'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's excellent, dude. That is what we are known to do here on the Hate Movies. Uh, so until next week, where we're getting a little spooky with Poltergeist 2, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.